Thanks for listening to the daily podcast of Holmberg's Morning Sickness. It's been brought to you in part by your Valley Chevy dealers. Drive away in a new Chevrolet today. Visit valleychevy.com for details. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. Show me that fat ass. Oh, sorry, we're on the air. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Wednesday. It's 545. My name's John. How are you? I hope you're doing well. There's Brady. Uh, there's Brett. Big Dick Toledo's around here somewhere. We have uh, uh, got a great one this morning. I'm sure we do. I have no idea what's going to happen, but I bet it's good. Uh, if you had a time machine went to 10.05, you'd be like, what a great show. That's what I'm going to say. I just got uh, distracted because the first thing I opened on my emails this morning... Uh, Brady, you're not. We're not allowed to go to Ohio for a little while. Brady and I are going to be in a Netflix documentary. Awesome. Uh, we are going to be the guys who uh, will have the words "actual reenactment" written under us as we recreate the crimes of James Lee and Bradley Gillespie, uh, two men who have now escaped from a Lima prison in Ohio. Where's Lima, Ohio, Brady? Here's Lima, that. Ohio. Lima. Um, it's Allen Oakwood Correctional Institution in Lima. Anyway, Southwest. We look just like these two. Um, if we were movie made up to look just like these two, they're considered it very dangerous. Uh, one was a murderer. I think it was the bigger of the two, and then the skinny, cracky-looking one that I'd play. He was a safe cracker and a burglar, and they busted out of the joint together, just like we'd do, Brady. If we had to bust out of the joint, we'd do that together. Oh yeah. Uh, but. Uh, they're like, if you see, well, now here's the problem. The big one is 5'11", 280, so he's got you by a couple inches. But you're doing good everywhere else. The other one, they don't have a mug shot. Oh, there he is, yeah. The other one is uh, 6 feet 200. I mean, that's per- That's exactly me. It's, well, kinda, it's the same faces. I think it's kind of close for you in like Indiana. Oh, it's right there on the border of Indiana. It's uh, northwest. Oh, oh, yeah, that's Brett's, Brett's got it right there. Yeah, it's right up by Fort Wayne, Indiana. Oh, that's perfect. My neck of the woods. So there's a $21,000 reward for any information leading to their capture. Uh, and they say, if you see them in Ohio, immediately call the police. Now, where are you going next week, Brady? Columbus. Okay. This is no good. They're going to capture you. Uh, this guy is, uh, man, he's only 47. That dude looks terrible. My guy is uh, 50, so, yeah, I, I mean, I am right on the wheelhouse. This dude's my doppelganger if I was a criminal. I mean, it's dead on, so. Hard years in Lima. Yeah, if you get <laughs> captured when you're in Ohio, just play along and turn me in, and then have them fly out, and I'll go out, and they'll arrest me, and we will giggle and giggle and giggle in the court. <laughs> We're just kidding. We're not really them. It is close, though. But if Hollywood's listening, when they make the uh, documentary about these two, because anybody that escapes from jail successfully and runs around... Gets at least a three-parter, right? Oh, yeah. It's a decent story. For sure. Yeah, you get out of jail, you get a three-part doc- documentary about where you were and what went on. So, You've seen Shawshank enough. You got you got this exactly. down. Exactly. We can figure this whole thing out. Either get busy living or start dying. Hope is a dangerous thing. 
Little fat James Lee Brady. <laughs> Maybe it ends like Bonnie and Clyde, where they're oh. on the run. Finally, get them in a car. Just I take two hundred shots, and then I'm alive. So you're gonna you, block you me? You take ten. <laughs> oh, all, you know, ten got by you. You think I wouldn't hide behind you? Are you crazy? I'm gonna survive that. And then was, he was holding me hostage. I'll tell the story. I'll lie. The uh, yeah. Well, maybe that would be great. Or we Thelma and Louise the whole thing. Just hold hands and drive off a cliff. I, I I've always thought that's how this show would end. With me holding you hostage in a convertible and driving you into the canyon. Could be great. Anyway, thanks for that info. I'm getting a lot of emails about these two guys who are the Brady and John of uh, escaped convicts. It's weird. I mean, he even does kind of Brady's, I'm not so sure, dumb face when he's like, oh, yeah. when, we, when we corner Brady on a fact. <laughs> All he's missing is looking up at the tiles. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I bet you he's about to in this picture. <laughs> I, however, am, uh, yeah, I'm beaten down. This is a, this is a perfect, this is how I feel. This guy looks how I feel. That's pretty great. Anyway, thanks for all that, folks. I appreciate that. Hilarious. But, Brady, you're going back to Ohio's risky. And put you in the can. We'll put up the pictures on our website. Have you seen these men? And then, you know, maybe find a couple of shots of the two of us and say, hey, Netflix, if you want to do it, Brady and I will reenact this entire thing. I'm going to get cuffed walking off the plane. I would. I wouldn't be surprised if somebody goes, I think that's that escaped convict. And then you at least get questioned. Oh, that would be a dream come true. You're just minding your own business at the, uh, you know, the Four Peaks at Sky Harbor and a couple of cups. Can we talk to you, sir? Sure. <laughs> we think you might be an escaped convict from Ohio. That's insane. Where are you headed? Ohio. Okay. Come with us, Grossberger. Come, come with us. <laughs> so you're not Bradley Gillespie? No. D. Brady Bogan. And then you open your wallet and five voting cards fall out because you got <laughs> all those voting cards for no reason. You look like a forger. Oh, it's good stuff. Anyway, good luck, Brady. Ohio State Patrol is all over the place looking for these. Evidently, they're very dangerous right now. Only 20- well, you got one. It's a murder, right? Yeah, but I mean, you know. Yeah. Was a murderer. Okay, was, they yeah. just caught James Lee. So your guy's... My guy's uh, my guy's good. Nope, your You're guy's still on the run. Nope, your guy's is, okay. You can go to Ohio. They I literally just got an email. So they caught him. They got the fat one, but the me one is still out there. No offense, Brave, but that's how we're talking about them. Yeah, the bigger guy is uh, caught, captured the murderer. Now I can't go to Ohio. Oh, woe is me. The only reason I go back is to hang out with Brady's parents. The rest of Ohio can. Dum Dum went to Kentucky. He wandered off to Kentucky and got. Is that where they nabbed him? Yeah. Indiana, Kentucky, Ohio. You, you, you Ohioans act like there's a difference. There ain't. It's the same meth-riddled hillbilly state as the other ones surrounding it. It's weird over there. The Midwest of this nation has always had the... We're the heart of the, we're the, heart of the entire... I know, that's me. I swear to God, that's me. The heart of the nation. We have the... Man, you've always been like way off base, heart of the nation. There's no difference between the heart of the nation... And then the coast of the nation, both of them are way wrong. It's almost like uh, the empty states are the ones that kind of get it right. Wyoming and all the places that are sparsely populated seem to be the ones that we've got this. Texas sort of seems to have it figured out. I know people hate Texas because they're like independent and stuff, but they've got Austin. They've got uh, Houston. They've got the really super liberal side, or really Republicans. Like they kind of seem like they, and no state taxes, so I think everybody's just happier. It's like having pizza on your table every night. 
Chris wants to know how they escaped. Did the Brady doppelganger put the guard to sleep with his Instagram or what? <laughs> Part of the plan probably was uh, just Brady, talking. Yeah, Brady just talking his ear off about. Back when I was a boy, we used to wear an onion on our belt because that was the style in the day. Anyway, the onions used to fall off the belt all the time. We got them. Let's get out of here. <laughs> just jingling, jangling the keys. Uh, yeah, it could be. It could be something special. I got the email yesterday. Uh, remember uh, Les? The dude that got in the fist fight in the parking lot over yeah. the parking spot, he emailed me back. Where is it? I saved it. Um, He's in the clear? Well. Sounds like he got scanned. Yeah, yeah. It says, uh, didn't have the guts to go gay. I did hear you guys yesterday morning. Me and the other guy were fired first thing this morning. Thanks for your help, though. Uh, they got canned. Yesterday, we talked about a story. A guy got his parking lot, his parking spot at work. Somebody parked in it. He saw him. He told him to move. The guy said, or what? They get into a little verbal escalation there. And next thing you know, they're rolling around in front of their workplace fighting. Get called into the uh, the principal's office basically the next morning. We told them to go gay, be a homosexual, or you're you're struggling with your uh, identity and you've always been a homosexual. And he called you the homo f word. Boom! Throw it out there. No one can fire you after that. You at least get a few more weeks to figure out what to do. And he didn't do it. And he said, oh, "Yeah, we were fired first thing this morning. Thanks for your help. I'm moving back to Colorado. Arizona is cursed." Let's not like that job too much then. <laughs> Yeah, I'm twinking it up. Look, if you're I'm fighting, going in a set of heels. If you're, I am too. If you're <laughs> fighting for your job, and you're like, I've got to save this job, or my means to ends don't work. Ends to mean, yeah. So, uh, and, and means something to like an end. means to an end. Yeah, something like that. He can't make his bills. Uh, yeah, I'd go in there and go, look, I'm not for nothing. He called me the homo f word, and uh, I've been struggling with my identity for a while, and it just hit a nerve. I, I, I just don't, I don't tolerate bigotry. And then, boom, your boss is like, crap, I'm in a pickle. I can't fire that one. You both had your jobs back. And all you got to do is twink it up for a couple weeks. People will forget, and then you go back. And if you say you're struggling with your sexual identity, then a few weeks later you can go, I'm not struggling anymore. I've got to figure it figured out. I love <laughs> the ladies. I'm a booby man again. And But you saved your job by saying you'd puff Peters. Yeah, well, that was two weeks ago, man. The times have changed. I'm fluid. Opie, we also, uh, Opie goes back to Colorado and clears things up that he won't get in a fight over a parking spot there. Maybe he's learned his lesson. Yeah. Yeah. He's afraid to fight for his job, but yeah. If Arizona's, Arizona's not really cursed, you did this to yourself, you know. You were the one who got into a fist fight at work. It, 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 really it, no one to blame but you there. That statement maybe uh, could be the cause of uh, this is uh, the third job. That's, well, no, know. he'd worked there for 11 years, remember? That was part of part of the story. Was eleven years? How was Arizona cursed? He, right. I, I bet you he's gone through divorces and like everything. Yeah, there's got to be some stuff. There's just... a whole bunch of beyond the job thing. That's uh, the dude feeling cursed. So he's moving back to Colorado. That's it. This was the last straw. So there's one less lunatic in our parking lot. Sorry, Les. We'd like to have you hang out. And then another one yesterday, guy. We talked about uh, you know that Elon Musk. Uh, AI robot that AI made pictures of him making out with these hot AI robots, which was really sexy, and it kind of made us fantasize about what that would really be like. Oh and, yeah, uh, and they, oh yeah, we were very excited because <laughs> Matthias and Megan were scissoring for hours and hours. We'd leave them in the backyard and like, oh my god, Brett, Matthias still back there? You, it's been two days, they're still scissoring. <laughs> like we could, they wouldn't stop, they wouldn't make that decision until we told them not to. Uh, this guy emails and says, "You guys talked about robots this morning, meaning yesterday." My wife has been a very uh, been having a very intimate affair. I call it an affair with a chatbot AI thing she found. What? It's an AI 
uh, website that you can talk to a fake guy and he just gives you everything you want. Her friend told her about it after her divorce. Uh, this bot tells her everything she wants to hear. Uh, she's on her phone constantly talking to it at least two hours a day. Uh, I guess since I'm aware of it, she's not hiding anything. But for two hours a day, she could be spending time with me and she's not. Uh, she's actually told me I love everything about him. So be warned, those ladies are looking for their replacements too. And even though you're right, a, right, a robot replica wife would be awesome. Take it from a guy who's being cucked by, by technology. <laughs> it isn't that fun. That's weird. Wild. And send me the site. Like, how do you, like, because I know that I fell, I, in five minutes, I fell for my conversation with Robin Williams on that text site where celebrities, old dead celebrities will chat with you like text. And it feels like you're texting back and forth. And I apologize that I wasted so much of his day. It's kind of like, um, like, it's so real. It was weird. It's like a different version. Uh, a little easier than when people started living that second life, creating yeah. that character, their own self. Yeah. They had a different name, and they could wander around and be the strong yeah. guy. And yeah, it's a uh, yeah. We know women are, but that's what we said yesterday. We know women are looking for our replacement. So long as we yeah. ha- we don't care. Like, good. I hope you find everything you're looking for. I got my sex robot. <laughs> you do you. You go crazy. If we're doing robots, and we're you're going to be on your own eventually, anyway. I don't want you to get hurt chasing me and my robot around having the time of our lives. The only fine. time you go with him. Yeah, that's fine. You go with chat GPT guy who just tells you everything you want to hear. I'm fine with that. Mine's real. My mine's mine. Your girlfriend is 320 pounds. It's the only time ever that I'll say, and hot as hell. <laughs> if you told me my girlfriend was 5'10 and 320, then I'd be thrilled. It's like she's got a lot of servos, man. I gotta get she's she's heavy. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, well, you're, you're, dudes won't care. If we get our replacement ladies, then we won't care about that. <laughs> it's just not a thing. Uh, and then, of course, uh, it's it's time for an, another edition of, of uh, what the f*** is going on? It's time that we get involved in this one. Us normals have to start standing up for something. Uh, it is over. I don't understand it. We're about to walk into, uh, in seven days, Pride Month. I got no problem with that. As a homosexual male, I got no issues with anything they want to do and march around parades, celebrate your life. That's great. Target, I don't know if you guys saw this. Target has, in the children's section, uh, all the sorts of pride wear. They have a pride for babies. and So babies have shirts that say, live, laugh, lesbian. Uh, queer, queer, queer on their shirts. Now, if you're a parent, in I a, understand. In a book or a calendar that says no, bye, 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 binary. Bye, bye, binary, the book. Yeah, they have that. And the shirts say, you know, uh, queer is queer for life. Yeah. If you've got a three-year-old and you're dressing it up like that, you're rooting for it. Because if And people that are like, oh, you can't do that. You can't. But, but, all right. So us uh, regular folks, if you had a T-shirt that said, my male son humps hot girls. There'd be outrage. Like, why are you doing that? Why are you making him say that? My son's uh, penis can't wait to meet your daughter's vagina. It's essentially the same thing. Labs for life. It's sexual choice, right? It's like, yeah, labs for life. Give me them cans, milk or otherwise. And then they have the one thing is like a bathing suit, this rainbow that you can tuck in their little packages. It's got like a tuck center. I'm like, I don't know what the hell is this for? 
but it's in the kids section. And some lady did a video, and she was absolutely right. And it's a rainbow bathing suit for a baby. And it's like, all right, you can't dress the kinder. Lines have to be drawn eventually, right? Even You have to eventually say, this is too much. You can't have a children's section celebrating... Uh, sexual orientation. You just can't. And that, that that just and I don't know when we all stand up and go, all right, alphabet people, the bullying's over. It's time to punch the bully in the mouth and say, you can have your life. Nobody's trying. I don't know anybody that's trying to stop you. We're trying to stop you from doing more to people who aren't interested. And stop making me wrong for disagreeing you, with you. Stop making me uh, you know, almost get fired for saying, hey, what this is is wrong. Target is going to be the get woke, go broke thing. And I don't think Target can go Bud Light's direction. Bud Light I heard can- they're yanking it from the shelf. Yeah, they, they, they freaked. Yeah. Well, but, how how but, weird are you if you're tucking your kids' stuff yes! for them? I mean, that's... that's or putting ugh. them in a rainbow suit. Yeah. Ugh. If you had a daughter and it just said, I love dicks on her shirt, and she was like two, people would be like, you're a horrible parent. This is hilarious. But if you meant it... I don't think anybody's doing it as a joke. Boner garage with the arrows. <laughs> arrows. Future boner, yeah. little boner garage. <laughs> you're, a, you're a sick person. Something's wrong with you if you're even thinking about your child's sexuality at all. You know, in the Target Kids section, it shouldn't even be there. Uh, future suckers of America. <laughs> okay, we get it, but I'm rooting for her to go hetero. Hetero child. Would be outrage everywhere if you had shirts that said, I'm a hetero child. You know, no options. Born straight. People lose their minds like, you're coming down, you're, you're making fun of us. It's time people did kind of stop this thing. We're going to have rivalry lines. Then you'll have people that go swing the other way. That'll have not a Peter Puffer here. <laughs> right. That's, yeah. Well, that's oh, what yeah. I'm saying. That's what yeah. a hetero kid would be. I mean, you know, future hetero, you know, you know, you know, chaser on a girl's shirt. It, you know, I like V straight, you know? as, straight as a string. I love the vaginas. Kurt Vesley would have put me in one of those. Oh, yeah. Oh, my, <laughs> just came out of a vagina. Can't wait to get back in one. Oh, I mean, yeah. you can't have. People would, oh, you're making fun of the trans movement and everything. Else. No, people have got to stop. And my friend Thomas always said, they come after the children. They got a whole generation that's just used to it. And that's how they get them. And I, I texted him yesterday. I said, I have to apologize to you again and send him the article. I'm like, you saw this coming? He goes, no, they attacked the kids. So why not? It worked. Nobody stood in front of them when they tried the gay agenda. So let's keep going until we get the children involved. And I'm like, man, I didn't believe you, but this is this. And again, Target had to back down. They can't afford the hit Bud Light took. Anheuser-Busch laughed all the way to thank you with their hit. And they played victim. Oh, we lost so much money. Our $23 billion company took a $2 billion hit. Thanks for the $2 billion of free mentions and advertising. And in a few months when you forget about it, no big deal. Also, we're also talking about the American products. All of our imports went through the moon because nobody knows what InBev owns. So if you did a bottom line work, it doesn't matter. It's still a hit. It's still a a hit. They They can take that hit. They're fine. There isn't. But nobody wants to take that hit. It's like our company. One of the stations go out. We we wouldn't. You know, don't affect us, but it affects the bottom line. Bottom line of the whole thing. It affects the 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 pay of the top end. And they get bounced a little bit. But I don't think They'll their be intention fun. was to get this. No, no, no. They, they didn't intend to get this. But look, the silver lining on that, again, you got $23 billion, You can take a $3 billion hit. In fact, it happens in the stock market a lot. 
Big billion dollar companies lose five, ten billion dollars in a bad day. Facebook's and what was it? Twitter lost like forty six billion in an hour once. They can take that hit. Those are the swing, the ebbs and flows that us normal money people don't understand. When twenty three billion dollars turns to twenty, nobody wants it. It's a bad day for the company, but it happens. They did it to them, so they shot themselves in the it's foot. Target can't. Lesson. Target can't take that hit. Target is not in the $23 billion range where they can start looking at, you know, people going, we're not going there anymore. Their stores are, are, are already probably not really on the most solid of ground as far as where they used to be, where they are now. I'm sure their stores numbers 10 years ago compared to now in house shopping, nowhere near where it was. I bet you their internet stuff's through the roof, but even still. So they started pulling stuff hard? So they, yeah, they, 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 they bowed down to the idea that once this lady, and that's the thing. You punch the bully in the mouth. And there's no question, LGBTQers, you guys are being bullies about this. You're starting to push. And there's areas that people will push back. And this is one you got to push back. I, I am not against anybody having pride in their life. But you cannot start saying, and uh, children's clothes will uh, also celebrate it. Because you're just, you, no, no. And because it's 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 basically just gaslighting. If somebody with a kid gets their five year old in a live laugh, laugh lesbian shirt and sends them off to school with their arms crossed, like let's see how the school handles it, and the school says you can't wear that here, all uh, the news shows up after mom calls and says they wouldn't even let my little lesbian five year old in the school because she's supportive of the gay. Now the principal's a bad guy. Whoever turned her in's a bad guy, and you're losing jobs, and people are bigots. It's like it's a test that I don't care if I fail. So call me a bigot. But look at even what they're saying. They're not saying because it's bottom line. Right. Right there, the second paragraph. Since introducing this year's collection, we've experienced threats impacting our team members. Yeah. Sense of safety and well-being while at work. Yeah, they're saying it's because people got so mad they were going to beat up Target employees. Yeah, given these volatile circumstances, we're making adjustments to our plans. But that's the thing. These shirts cause volatile circumstances Mm -hmm. on both sides. One side screaming, you do it our way or else. And the other side screaming, I'll take your punches. And I'm mad about it. Target employees weren't going to get beat up. No. But that's just an excuse. Of course it is. That's their way of saying we still support the gay thing. We screwed up. We can't do it because crazies with beer cans are going to... Kid Rock's going to come in and shoot up the place. And there is an argument to be made that a lunatic will wander in and start shooting up a target because they've got that in there. But you knew that. And the people making the shirts knew that. It's all all just these weird little gauge, passive-aggressive tests, and they're not so passive, to see if we'll fight back. And I think it's time that America just sat back and said, okay, not the kids. You can't get mad if the ki- if we don't want kids' clothes to be rainbow affected or hetero affected. You know, future hot bitch dudes beware shirts. Not gonna have you. Just, just, you shouldn't do it. You shouldn't do it. <laughs> you shouldn't sell it. Now, if you're a parent and you want to order that shirt online and make it, great. Go nuts. Be hilarious with your kids. You know. IF on the first date, kid shirts always made me laugh, especially when it was the big fat kid eating ice cream because it's, it's a riot. But any store that sells those is running the risk of being like, all right, you're either a novelty shop or your target mass appeal white T-shirts. If Gap started to sell, it's like, you don't sell shirt with print on them. Stop it. Target's where I go for my vintage Converse and my strange kind of old school video game retro shirt. That's where, like a Ninja Turtle shirt or something like that. Stacks of them. Target to make statements. 
And what kind of gay kids shopping at Target? We're back to the Queen Creek thing again. <laughs> gay kids don't shop at Target for anything but like Tupperware and some like wedding gifts for other people. They're not filling their home with Target clothes. A decent parent of a gay takes them to boutiques, for God's sakes. Train them properly. Get them down there on 7th Avenue and Melrose and let them shop for realsies like a good gay. Target gays. It's the bargain basement gay. <laughs> oh, you're starting them up. You know what again. you've never heard? Hey, Tyrone, where did you buy that shirt? Oh, me and Travis went shopping. This is pure Target. No, it's, yeah, <laughs> you're a bad gay. <laughs> you gotta be a better gay than that. You can't brag about Target. Little French shop I go to called Target. <laughs> gay shop at a Target. And not doing yard work in it. But yeah, you can't have kids' clothes do it. And I don't know where to start with that. But I think that, uh, you know, you're going to start seeing the boycotts and the weirdness. But it does. It causes concern. And Target's not wrong. It causes concern for their employees to have to put that out there, have some lunatic see it, and go, okay, the whole world's gone mad. Just don't. Have better judgment. That's. I mean, how in the world is this? that You have a gay section of your store. You wouldn't do that. Maybe it's a... Uh Along the lines of what you're saying about what Budweiser did, they're they're putting this in there now. Look yeah. at the mentions and advertising yeah. the free advertising Maybe. they're getting. I'm not saying Budweiser did anything on purpose to go sideways. Yeah, I don't think. So. I think Budweiser was as shocked as anybody else that this little influencer One can thing got crazy. It was a six pack. That's it. They gave that girl a six pack with her face on it, or that guy, whatever he is, and the place went nuts. Everybody went, you know, trans crazy. It doesn't bother me if you put a picture of a tranny on a Bud Light can. Still Bud Light inside. I'm fine with both ways. It's, it's cool. I'll drink it. I very rarely read the can. Like, if you hand me a can and it says Bud Light on it, I'd look at the advert. Like, you know, if it's got rainbows all over it, it's still Bud Light inside. It's not. It doesn't say anywhere on this warning. Surgeon General thinks the stuff inside this might make you gay. That and the, uh, it just kind of landslided because of the, then that podcast Oh, came it, out of it was stupid, like attacking, you know, the whole but, frat scene, and we we need to change this. Yeah, and, and, well, the, they doubled and that down. was the interpretation of, oh, they're against men now, right? That, well, they, they it was mishandled, and the person that mishandled it was an yeah. idiot. And but again, Anheuser Busch InBev didn't want to, but can handle three billion dollars, and that's what they're claiming. I don't buy that at all. Three billion dollars did not go out the door in a couple of weeks because people stopped buying Bud Light. I was at a place the other day, fridge loaded with Bud Light. Everybody's drinking. Nobody cared. And if it's, it is such a small, like you said, the guys at the Matthias Bar won't drink Bud Light anymore. There's a few who've made that public I, they, switch. Give no. them a free Bud Light at your house and watch them guzzle it. Nobody really cares. Sales are down. Sure. No doubt. Sure. I but mean, and it's be been a, longer than just one or two weeks. Right. But They'll be fine. Bud Light is yeah. just fine. It's everywhere. It's going to be not sport- going out of business. No. But sporting events will bring it back. People will. This is. They're. they're Going uh, either three or five times the amount of spending sure. on marketing to right. get it back in the good place. There'll be some. Now, Anheuser-Busch and InBev can't lose. They, they just can't. Unless you unless you just absolutely threw it away yeah. and went all in on this thing. It would take a long time they for them to give up that brand. Big, giant companies take punches sometimes when they step in it. And it seems like astronomical numbers to us, but they're like, we're good. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. They'll be fine. All their other, all the other InBev, uh, you know, I, you don't have any idea how much the other stuff goes crazy. And there were people like, I'm not drinking this anymore. And they'd go get a Bud Light seltzer, not realizing it's the same exact crap. But Target can't take that. Hit. Target, that was dumb. 
And I don't know who the and why do make the companies that make it and try to distribute it? There's the problem. Look at I mean, look at all the the brands they yeah. own. No, oh, it's Beck's uh, Whole Garden is theirs. I didn't know that. Corona, Stella, Bud itself, Goose Island, Modelo, Modelo, Heineken, Lowenbrow. Is Lowenbrow still a thing? Yeah. Damn it all. Bud Dry's still a thing? Yeah. Modelo. Yeah, Modelo's on the list. Yeah, they're, they're, they own everything. And they're just fine. They're an international company that had a little wing go, whoops, and they're fine. But yeah, Target doing this, I don't understand it. Like, and and again, like it's, click on the Fosters group, and there might be more. Yeah, brands upon. There's groups in the groups. Yeah, you're looking at a bunch of them. Uh, yeah, it's uh, where does this stop? It says uh, any idiot with an agenda can change your tag and replace a sticker. Nine times out of ten, it seems strange to you because it's not real. Stop drinking the hysteria Kool Aid. You're more intelligent than that. I don't think it's hysteria Kool Aid. I think this was this is one. I said I said Philip Brown emailed me that, and I understand what you're saying. But uh, I listened to my friend Thomas twenty years ago talking about how it happened in Scotland, and it made everybody kind of just fight the whole time. It's not necessarily about the agenda itself. It's for some reason the divide and conquer thing has lost us. It feels like we're being divided by this. And they took abortion. Abortion used to be the big one. Religion used to be the big Still one. Still is. We got used to it. Election time. Yeah, well, now that they've tried. But but again, the divide and conquer came out. It It's designed to divide the population. It doesn't matter what the topic is. It's de- designed to make us fight so the idiots in charge aren't like the real stuff they're doing doesn't get paid attention to. It's, these are the big red herrings that they throw at us. Oh, trans stuff. Gay marriage. We, I think gay marriage was a 10-year design that we shocked them with. I think they came out and said, well, we're thinking about legalizing gay marriage. And I think they thought that would divide the country. Like, right, and we didn't care. Like, in three years, it's like, oh, Jesus, we got to do it now. And they're, all right, done. Now what? And immediately after that, it went from gay marriage to, okay, what about trans? What pisses off half the country? That's all the topics are. And that's the intelligent side to me is, like, it's not about the agenda. It's about us falling for it all the time. Us sitting back going, I'm going to fight this. I'm going to get you. I'm going to blow up a target. And, like, we're beating each other up. Meanwhile, they pass more and more laws to restrict us from being bad. And they're creating it. But it is a little far to go after the kids. That's kind of the, you know, make us argue about gay marriage and trans stuff. Make the adults argue. Don't bring the kids into the mix. I'm not even a kid fan, and I'm looking at that going, this is, I feel sorry for any kid whose parents are trying to push that on him, and he's got to go off to Roosevelt Elementary in his queer, queer, queer shirt. Hey, good luck, son. I feel sorry for any of the parents that have to deal with this on either side oh, at absolutely. this point. Because yes. the school that would say, um, not allowed to wear that shirt. They're going, they're getting in trouble. Another, yeah, you know, because, you, you know, I mean, just think about the shirts that you couldn't wear. Public school. Butthole surfers. Yeah. I got in trouble for a butthole surfers when I was 17. Couldn't wear it to school. Now, if I had a queer, queer, queer shirt on, now the, now the teachers are like, eh, maybe I shouldn't say anything just in case. It puts everybody in a predicament. Your Jess even sex wax. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Sex wax I remember that. Sex yeah. wax wasn't allowed in our schools at all. You had to take that off. And any the word beer sex shirts on. in high school. Too. Beer was out. Because Corona shirts were big back then. Huge. Remember that? Weren't yeah. allowed to wear them. Yeah. And that's it. You know, Dobson. Which was just a free-for-all, mm-hmm. but you're right. Uh, sex wax, Corona, those shirts were massive tank tops, like Corona tank tops. Oh, yeah. where everybody had one. Not allowed to have it. 
yeah, any logo? I remember there was a kid who did a fun run or something, and one of the sponsors on the back was a beer. Couldn't wear it to school. They were strict about it. But the divide and conquer thing seems to be something we're missing. Jesse Ventura's book years ago started. Didn't understand it till I got in it. But in politics, no such thing as a difference between a Democrat and a Republican. They make us fight while they shake hands together and do backroom deals while we're arguing over something as dumb as, you know, political stuff you can't change. Things you can't change. Trans people. Okay. But you can't drag kids in. And I don't want the, I want to be able to go to Target without thinking about, all right, is this the day that some lunatic that comes in here who hates trans people is going to start shooting up the place? Don't put everybody in that position. Don't take social stands in your Target. It's for everyone. Keep it that way. But, yeah, it's weird. The whole place has gone bananas. But I think the faster we recognize this is all by design to make us argue about everything. While they're like, oh, okay, we'll figure out whatever. You guys have to know about the trans thing. If you're not on the right page, you're on the wrong page. And nobody ever says what it is. You can't have a feeling of your own. And then we go nuts. And like, we got to pass more laws to keep these nutbags from... You guys are making us crazy. Now you're going to see all that baby wear and kids' t-shirts in third world countries. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sudanese, queer, queer, queer. Yeah. I have no idea. I don't want my baby to wear these trans people will be here forever. Take it back. Finally, Sudan's like, no, I want to return this. Who do I talk to in customer service? (laughs) Hello, my name is Steve at Target's customer (laughs) service. Can I help you? No, no, no. You send over free clothes. Normally, it's just superstars and champions. Like 2023 Lakers Western Conference champions. We want that. My shirt says queer, queer, queer. (laughs) I am not queer. We have talk about your problem, sir, but I don't think you should uh, look a gift horse in the mouth. These shirts are very high quality. (laughs) But they say I am a homo. They say I eat the poo-poo. No, they don't, sir. You're implying that. You don't have to eat the poo-poo. Many, many gay men clean with Metamucil and enemas before. There is no poo-poo. Yeah, I don't know. That would be great to see African pictures in the future of the Target stuff. It just seems like it's time we all sat back and said, I see what you're doing, and I don't care. We need to be more. Oddly enough, everybody keeps saying you got to be more this, more that. You need to be more apathetic. Everybody needs to be less like, meh, so what? And, every, and and then ignore their garbage. Like we did gay marriage. I'm positive gay marriage was supposed to make us fight for years. And even the religious people were like, meh, okay. if they Because I think people who are married, like, they want this? You guys want to get involved in this? <laughs> Have at it. <laughs> Welcome to our world. You want legal documentation to say that the person you're with is, like, bound to your stuff. You want... You want in on that because before you weren't allowed to get married. Every guy in the world, you say, man, I'd love to marry a baby, but the government won't let me. We'd have used that excuse forever. Men would have fought like legalizing heterosexual marriage if we knew that the, the legal turntable would have spun on men so badly over the last hundred years. We're not doing that again. That's why nobody gets married anymore. Women, women wisely figured it out. Once they started earning money, and getting jobs and stuff like that, the rate of marriage for people in their 30s, plummeting. I'm not getting married. Why would I get married? I earn my own stuff. Why would I give it to him? 
Yeah, you're right. And you know who's not sitting there calling you commitment phobic? Men. We're all on board. But yeah, the numbers of people getting married in their 20s has dropped to nothing. And 30s is even lower than they expected already. So marriage is falling off the face of the earth. And it's because of all the the givebacks. If it doesn't work, I don't want to give you all my stuff. And it's because women have stuff now. They get it. We were the idiots. Lock her down. Make her a honest woman. Huh? But she'll get lawyers. That honest woman will get lawyers if something goes wrong. No, she won't. It'll last forever. The priest said so. And sometimes those prenuptials are like uh, what NDAs were supposed to be. They don't do anything. They just cause you to stand in court longer and, the, and pay lawyers to not have to pay her. Yeah, chicks figured it out. i got to hand it to the women. They figured it out. If you look at the statistics on marriage that are just crumbling and falling... Because women have stuff now, and they're like, I'm not locking down to some moron and getting into a battle over the things I've earned. Give me my baby. Why don't we just have some fun, put a baby in me, and I'll charge you every two weeks for the kid. The American way. Yeah. And then the kid comes over in a queer, queer, queer shirt, and the dad's like, I got no hope here. <laughs> yeah. I Toledo's just, dad was right. Yeah, Toledo, Toledo's dad was 100% right. <laughs> Toledo's dad might be sending him those shirts right now. I never bought you any clothes, boy. Here you go. XL. Queer, queer, queer. Yeah, I think it's for the adults to discuss, but you bring kids into the mix, it's an unfair fight. That's my point. You want us to have the battle and us to argue about Bud Light trans and Target trans and all this other stuff and battle constantly back and forth with social issues. We keep the kids out of it. Let's, let's at least allow that. I think that's where the bullying has to end because it is bullying. Believe my way or else is definitely bullying. You can have any opinion you want, but if you start making it so somebody's fired when they disagree with you and simply disagree with you, they're not threatening you, they're not doing anything, but they just disagree. Like, I just, I'm, if somebody at work flat out stood up and said, not for the trans thing, don't really like it, don't understand it, don't want it in my life, you might get fired. Yep. But if someone said, I hate, I hate heteros, like we had that, uh, what would Brady do where the gay boss was, Running around sexually harassing everybody, and everybody's scared to death to say something because he's gay. There's definitely some. See, the, you some know, push. pro sports, every now and then the players that will have to, hey, if it's, um, you know, like the gay pride month or something that the team or Make league some wants wear to wear, wear cleats or a jersey. Yeah. What was that? And a couple of them, like, I. Oh, it was the men's soccer team. Yeah. And the one they, they made them wear the rainbow thing for inclusivity in Jordan because it's like, okay, I get it. It was, and then at the last second, they... Right. But if someone doesn't want to wear it, they're not a bad person. No. Oh. They have their own beliefs that you're making them feel bad about. The very thing you're trying to fight against, you're telling someone they have to comply or else. You got to allow that. If somebody believes in Jesus and the gay thing isn't flying in their life, they shouldn't have to wear a mandated rainbow shirt at work. But it would be hilarious if they switched all the uniforms to queer, queer, queer. I think that would be funny. Especially Dallas Cowboys, because that's what we think anyway. (laughs) We look at it. They should just have that written on their helmets. No one would fight that. We've known for you. It's just out-and-out communism. Every time time these Hollywood show folk start poon-dinging around. (laughs) Jackie Gleason was right way back in the band. Absolutely. Pure old-fashioned communism. Uh, it's 623. Let's get a wake-up song now that we've gotten off the soapbox. But again, I'm not saying believe one way or the other. Believe whatever you want. Just recognize that uh, 
This is all a gaslighting magic trick. Take it from some idiot who stares at it and says, wow, are we this dumb? I think we might be. Because yesterday when I read the article, I was like, oh, this is abhorrent. Somebody needs to stop this. I'm like, they're doing it again. They're pushing us into a yeah, but argument with each other. Well, they sit and laugh and go, all right, what do we do? We spend another billion and a half dollars on a nuclear sub that spies on stuff? A billion. If we're lucky, it's Amazing. a billion. trillion dollars. We got debt ceiling to deal yeah, with. Meanwhile, yeah, meanwhile, you and I are sitting there bitching and crying. Well, they shouldn't sell gay stuff. Yeah. It's not changing the fabric of anything. It's just us bickering while something. It's a distraction. It's all sleight of hand. Oh, yeah, Spuds McKenzie shirts, too. Now people are... Spuds McKenzie wasn't allowed at school yeah. at all. And yeah. Spuds used to have a line of shirts that didn't have the name of the thing on it. Yeah. They didn't have the... I think it just said BL on the shirt I had with Spuds on the front. I remember it was, a, you know, they are getting upset, you know, back in the day, uh, Joe Camel and... Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't know that... I, didn't, I don't think we banned the cigarette thing, because I remember... Well, I don't think anybody's going to tell Mike Rao he couldn't have a Joe Camel shirt on, because I think the dude was a spokesman at age 16. That dude smoked more than anybody. Him and Gully. Gully and him were just smoking. <laughs> that smoking section, they were, they were in that more than they were in class. Oh, yeah. But I think they had Camel patches on their jean jackets. And nobody said anything. It's like, just don't worry about it. Miranda this. said she grew up wearing Marlboro Miles and Camel Cash shirts to school. <laughs> no one gave a damn. I'm kidding. <laughs> this guy says that Bart Simpson shirts were banned in his school. Really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Somebody said, what's the name of that Jesse Ventura book? I don't remember the title of it. I just remember the first page hit me Turn like Turn this plane hit me like It hit me like it was before he went crazy. But when he first got into government, he was the governor of Minnesota, and he was involved in the Senate and all this other stuff. And he's like... The day I became governor, I recognized what was going on. And they led him into the little, it's the Dave Chappelle thing about Donald Trump. It was the most true anybody's spoken about politics when he said, Trump's an honest liar. He came out and said, everything you think that's going on over there is. Every single thing you think bad that's happening in that house behind us is happening. It is happening. And I'm going right back in there and I'm going to keep doing it. And then he told Hillary Clinton, and you're not going to change a thing because you're doing it too. And it was basically saying, we're going to keep yelling into the ether about how wrong everything is, and we're going to keep doing it. It's crazy. But Pride Week, Pride Month, it's all, watch how much it's designed to piss us off. Watch how many things happen to make everybody argue. Fox News will have their agenda. MSNBC will have theirs. And it'll design division. We're in the middle of it. We're in the middle of and a divide. And it's a lot of, you know, it's majority talking because being impacted by pride month rarely has happened it's like happened to me at all it's a tuesday i always forget until i'm like in traffic why is the road closed and then a bunch of twinks walk by and cut off jean shorts my god it's a pride parade (laughs) they happen these people love parades (laughs) i was on bethany home like eight in the morning last june doing something on a saturday i can't go down the goddamn road on central what's going on and then you know, it's a raining man. You know, I'm every woman, but there wasn't a woman in sight. It was just a bunch of hairy guys on a float dancing to I'm every woman. Like, oh, for F's sake, it's that pride thing. I forgot about that. All right. A couple hours till I can use Central again. Not two days later, there's another one on, like, Osborne. I'm like, you can't, you can't have Osborne, too. <laughs> Pick a street and Pick stick Pick a goddamn it. street and just parade on it. We need Gay Parade Avenue. You know what we need is a street... That goes, that isn't for cars. It's where all the parades happen. They don't close a goddamn road for it. 
There's Parade Road. It used to be Central for no, a no, while. No, no, no. Central has cars on it. Yeah. I don't want to close well, you the street. Need a, you Build need a, a new street and just have parades on it. Parade grounds. Yes. Okay. That's good, too. But don't clog it up by closing a, a major artery. I know it's like Sunday at 8, but sometimes you run into stuff. Like, I need to go over there. And you got to go all the way around the, the gay parade. you got to go up and come in from behind, ironically, on the gay parade. And, <laughs> you know, we're being divided. Divided and conquered. Everybody's Just, talking about those big Johnson t-shirts back oh, in the day, too. Remember those? Oh, yeah. That was after I was in school. Yeah, but, me yeah. too, but I remember them. I always sort of looked at the people that wore the big Johnson things as future fats of America. Like nobody, like that was a, th- those shirts were tense and they were so much writing on them. Oh yeah. They did giggle at a few though. Yeah. The shirts that were banned were, some of them were ridiculous, but just remind yourself, there's people, you know, when we even did it yesterday and somebody in the building said something, it was a new person and we're like, oh, they're woke. Be, be careful around that guy. Our only response was just be careful. He said one thing, and we're like, "Oh no, he's super woke. He's an HR nightmare." Don't. And then you just don't want to be friends with him. Like I'm not going to go any further with this. I'm not going to. I'm not going to be pals with that guy because say the wrong thing, and I think he explodes. So now that's the division. That's us keeping an eye on each other. Going yuck. That new dude is too woke to talk to, so just avoid him. Instead of just being like, what's up, dude? You got a different opinion than me? Cool. Don't turn me in. I don't turn you in. No rats. Take Brett's people's way. Yeah. My gay neighbors hate this. Every time I talk to Michael, he goes, oh, God knows what the T-plus are doing to our stuff. <laughs> like, really? He goes, those people need to make the... They're, they're, I don't even know how they're involved in it. Like, that's what I want to know. They're always screaming we're not gay, and then they can't wait to put their hooks into the gay movement. It's weird. Anyway, give me a wake-up song. Uh, 585-9800, a good one, especially one that starts with the word queer, queer, queer. I love it. It's 98 KUPD. Wake up! Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. You've been listening to the daily podcast of Holmberg's Morning Sickness, brought to you in part by your Valley Chevy dealers. Drive away in a brand new Chevrolet today. Visit valleychevy.com for details. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. Yeah, that's a fact. That Thank you, Alliance. Brady's showing me pictures of, because uh, Brady's news feed's different than ours. We get real news. Brady's getting Guy Fieri opening a restaurant in Iowa news. <laughs> and then he just showed me a picture of the trash can nachos. <clears throat> Here's the thing about Guy Fieri's food. And I admire him for this part. He served some of it in a trash can. He's letting you know. And you and people are like, oh, he trash can. He's serving it to you out of a trash can. Message received, guy. It's garbage. <laughs> guy Fieri. When I went down to that restaurant, there was like the trash can nachos showed up. And it was just, I don't know how you screw up nachos this bad. And then those purple 
They're not like radishes, but what are those long, stringy, purple, beet-like things? Uh, well, they're oh. very pi- they're pickled, pickled onions. Pickled onions. Yeah. And they were everywhere. And they're like hidden in there like worms. And they tasted horrible. Yuck. Yeah. Anybody that serves you something in a garbage can shouldn't be met with like, this is great. If I, if I invited you to my house and I was like, hey. Everything's served out of garbage cans. Trash can nachos. <laughs> You're like, what is this guy doing? It's like, that's it. I also, I have to say, I don't remember his name, but he sent me a thing yesterday. He said, John, I've, I've always thought your potluck ideas were uh, asinine. I love a potluck at work. And he goes, until I saw this. A lady showing people how to make potluck meals for work events in her kitchen sink. And the one half of the sink is full of dirty dishes. The other half of the sink, she pours in loads of noodles, cheese, and she just starts stirring it in her sink with a big spoon and then scooping it into Tupperware. I'm like, that is repulsive <laughs> and exactly why I can't do potluck. Whenever they say, oh, we're having everybody bring something, I'm like, absolutely not. Cats wandering around on countertops, ladies with their thumbs in their asses. There's no repercussions to homemade food. You don't know how that lady's doing it. I mean, there's... Come on. And again, Wintermeyer loves him downstairs. He can't wait to try another one. I think it's just designed to make me up. So that nacho that you... You were part yeah, of it. Yeah, the salsa challenge. Oh, the salsa challenge, which, by the way, anybody involved in our salsa challenge, uh, two of them just went to the store, Jen Gardner, and bought two cans of salsa and poured them together, two rival cans of salsa, so it wasn't like one flavor, and then put them in a Tupperware and then burped it and brought it in and said this is a you know the gardener homemade salsa or a salsa and then i watched people eat it and the dip and lean over the bucket public salsa oh i'm watching Pretty. i didn't see that no, did you, of course <laughs> you didn't see my, that you I, were eyeballing I put it on my plate i watched somebody walk right by and i'm not going to name names moynihan but steve moynihan leaned right <laughs> over with his chip and took a bite right over which is why when i go to mexican restaurants that sauce i have to have my own because people dip and then lean and they lean over the thing they just dipped into like in case there's crumblings potluck oh you might as well just open up the toilets and pour food in it's disgusting <laughs> You think I want what Dave Har's cooking up downstairs? You think Har's hair isn't falling in that food? Like, that dude's molting. He's losing his hair every day. He's losing a little more. Come on. Which there's a good chance it's not. What, that it's Har's doing it? Yeah. I, yeah. You, you have a Pollyanna view of potlucks because it's free food. I know the truth. <laughs> and this dude's like, this lady made an entire TikTok page of the time she loves making potluck food for her coworkers. There was meat. In her sink, and then these Ugh. her hands are all like, oh, she has no food handler's card or health inspection. I, I'll tell you this. If I ever made potluck in my sink, sometimes when I'm washing my hands after a workout, I go into the kitchen sink. And what do you do when a, there's a big workout going? <clears throat> it goes down into the disposal with the rest of it. Now let's pour some Mac noodles in there and stir it up for the coworkers. <laughs> You don't make food in a kitchen sink. Enjoy your potluck. Yeah, I've got all sorts of hang-ups about potlucks for sure. By the way, don't look now, but your Arizona Diamondbacks are uh, are balling. That's a real baseball team. People in this city wait until a team is good. The problem with the Diamondbacks is that it seems like there's different players every year. No one really knows who's who. Like... 
Perdomo. Okay. Like, nobody knows what to, they haven't stuck with anybody. Don Perdomo? Yeah, that's right. His name is Don Perdomo. <laughs> I'm going to guess uh, uh, Gibby. I'm going to say Gibby Perdomo. I don't know. I, I don't know. His, do you know his first name? No. I don't either. I'll look it up. He's killing it. They got some ballers out there, but the Diamondbacks' problem is whenever they've had somebody for a while, they end up on another team. You know, and Max Scherzer, you had all these good players that end up winning World Series somewhere else. And uh, they've got a good group of players right now. And they're like nine games over 500 at this point, which is pretty outstanding. And a game back of the Dodgers, who were, you know, the National League's evil empire. They might actually have a chance to do something special here this year, which is pretty amazing. And if you haven't been down there, uh, speaking of Guy Fieri's restaurant, it's right next door. Is that still open? Uh, it shouldn't be, but it is. They soup, uh, food, food comes in trash cans, and people think that's a good idea. We brought your food out in a garbage can. Oh, boy, what a unique yeah. idea. Because it's trash. <laughs> he laughs at his own things. Ugh. <laughs> well, the thing I heard him say the other day, Guy Fieri, when he did the... Uh, Holy moly, Stromboli. And I'm like, I'm going to punch my television now. And this is just a commercial. I can't even watch a commercial with this douche in it. And that's the one thing. you got to walk by his hell house to go into the Diamondbacks games, which are... But yeah, they're a pretty good team. And we haven't paid attention to them for a while, but there they're... Geraldo. I was close with Gibby. Yeah. yeah. Geraldo Perdomo. Dude's playing ball. We got Corbin Carroll. Oh, Corbin Carroll is a beast. But nobody knows about them because I, I, they're brand new again. But they're good. Marte's not doing too bad. No, they got a couple. Guriel is just Guriel's lighting it up. Getting 320. Yeah. The guy's monstering right now. This Diamondbacks team is actually something to get behind. Or are they? And if you can't afford it, all you got to do is uh, email that flag lady and have her send you a book full of money. She'll do it in a heartbeat and get some tickets. Maybe that's why they're... Finally getting some players. That's money with <laughs> She's funding it. <laughs> There's a possibility that the flag lady is there. Uh, she's bringing in a ton of extra cash with her ideas. But yeah, that's a, that's a team that if you start, you know, looking for things to do now that the Suns are dead and, you know, the Cardinals won't have much of a season coming up here. And I know no one's going to care about the Mercury after game one. The attendance will sink down to nothing. Again, because it's just girls' basketball. No one likes it. That's somebody, a fact. Somebody said they're doing unlimited baseball for 100 bucks, June through August yeah. 31st. They've got a load of great deals. So oh. not to sit and push and say, you know, if you want to go to Diamondbacks game, you should, I'm not getting paid for this. I just can't believe how good they are. They're yeah. actually really good baseball players. So sometimes the media has to prop them up a little bit because I don't think they do a very good job of promoting themselves, to be honest with you. You don't hear much about the Diamondbacks. They're trying, but, you know, for the most part, they don't. There's nothing inviting about the teams anymore. Like the Coyotes blew it with the stadium thing, and the Diamondbacks don't seem to be like opening their arms to all media, TV, radio, uh, you know, internet stuff. It doesn't seem like they're like, hey, you want a player? They're not from, like they don't do anything smart. The PR down there should be right now saying, hey, every popular radio show in town, every podcast that's going through the moon, uh, every TV station should have access to the players. They should have somebody saying, hey, sell this product. It's a good one. And if it's a phone call, I mean, you get a couple of interesting players on a team, I guarantee you they're fun. But I, you know what I wonder? I wonder if the players are afraid to do it. 
because they don't want to get caught into a conversation about, you know, and slip up and say something about that. I think that's a huge part of it. Trans baby wear or whatever. Yeah. It has to be controlled. Being able to joke around with a play or right. have you, some fun. They're yeah. like, I can't also, do it anymore. The minute I have fun, I get in trouble. Right. Kenny Pickett in Pittsburgh uh, was having fun at a uh, Luke Bryan concert. Uh, you can't have fun anymore. Well, no. And he went on stage with Luke Bryan, and evidently, I think it was Luke Bryan. I don't know who it was. One of those country knobs. And he pops a beer, and, and the singer, we'll just go with Luke Bryan for now. Oh, they shotguns shot it. it. And yeah. Kenny did, too. And everybody thought that was great. One article came out saying, is this the look that we want? Oh. Like, what, a dude who's living his life and having a great time? Yeah. I, I, I want to look at Kenny Pickett of the Steelers as a guy that I wish I could be. Like, that's what heroes and athletes used to be. Now they're like kind of douchebags and LeBrons. LeBrons. And yeah, they, yeah they're just kind of like guys who sell you products and don't really talk about being real human beings. And it's forced on them. They probably don't want to do it. A bunch of Aaron Rodgers is out there that like personality free. And when they have a personality, the world crushes them. Where's the Charles Barkley of the era? It's probably Draymond Green and everybody hates him. But he speaks his mind. He has fun. He's goofy. But we don't have that anymore. And that's the thing. Kenny Pickett shotguns a beer at a country concert. That's fantastic. It's uh, the only way to enjoy a country concert is to get the beer in you as fast as possible. And I mean fast. But if Kenny Pickett was on stage and whatever that country singer did said, and these ain't no Bud Lights because we ain't. <laughs> Kenny Pickett standing there with a beer in his hand going, oh, no. <laughs> It's not worth it for them. So, I, you know, I kind of understand it. But at the same time, you know, pick and choose. Trust some people who have been around for a while and, you know, get your funny athletes out. There aren't any funny athletes anymore. There used to be some great stories. All those old timers telling stories about getting drunk and playing the game bombed. And that was just in the 90s when David Wells was drunk and threw a no-hitter. Drunk. Slump busters. The best story I've ever heard in my life was Mark Grace on the radio talking about when you're in a slump, you find the fattest girl at a bar and you f- and you try to get out. There's slump busters in every city. And, and he would tell the other players that. Great stories. You imagine if anybody on the Diamondbacks came on this and said, man, I was in a slump. I found this hog when we were in Pittsburgh and I gave her a run. Four for four the next day. I went on a 10-game hitting streak. Slump busters are f- real. Like, yay, we'd be happy. And then be like, well, fat shame. Rock stars can't even do it anymore. No. Which is why people would, you know, the songs were all about that. Oh, that's why I want a rock band. Yeah. Fame. Things have changed in in rock music so much that at U-Fest, I actually watched Godsmack do something. And I turned to someone and said, well, that was really nice. That was really nice. They do that song for... I forget the the uh, he's got a charitable like Godsmack charities and they raised money for something foundation and, yeah he's got this foundation he saves money for I don't know if it was child trafficking or abuse or whatever I didn't pay attention I'm not there for a cause and uh, and he's saying it and I turned to Doug Hopkins and said, that was actually really nice that was a really nice moment I'm like this is not rock and roll at all this is something I want these dudes to be debaucherous on stage and then afterwards that wow you find out later wow he's a really he's a charitable dude and it's really nice of him. But on stage, I don't want to find out, you know, you're anti this or anti that. I think that we just want to go to to rock. I want to go backstage and see horse. That doesn't happen at all. No. It's buttoned I, down. There's none. The none. backstage area is like family time and stuff. And it's just, the worst. <laughs> like, I avoid backstage. Yeah. The people are like, you want to go backstage? I'm like, no. It's the worst. I have to sit and listen to the political views of the bands. I'm not interested. And you still get a couple requests from... 
friends or whatever. Hey, right. can you get me backstage? And backstage now for like, what? Yeah, it's on lockdown it's to do. too. There's like the bands are usually unhappy because the another band's got more than them, and they're just arguing. The doors closed. It's like it's miserable. But yeah, it's kind of I wonder though. But if I mean back to the Diamondbacks, if they've got you know the opportunity to really start to make some because right now there's nothing. Well, this guy brings it up too. Zach Gallon's the best pitcher in baseball He's right the now. The best pitcher in baseball. Yeah. There's, I mean, it's pretty much agreed upon across the board that we get. Cy Young is sitting here yeah. uh, this year right now. If he doesn't screw up, it's his. Without a doubt, the best pitcher in baseball right now. Nobody really like the city isn't really clamoring for it. I know baseball's hard to get behind, but and it's not dead. Everybody's like baseball's boring. No, it's like when it's good, it's great. This is a fun thing we got going. On. Baseball's gotten a lot better too since they've the, oh, the, the games are shorter and they're two and a half hours. Going, yeah, you're blowing it's through great. a baseball game. And then you go over to Guy Fieri's and eat out of the garbage like Rick Strump from my high school. <laughs> I asked if that was still open because that that spot has never been able to hold no. anything. So I was like, all right, well that's going to be gone it's in six months. It's a tough. There's a yeah. sports book in it now. It's oh, Caesar okay. sports book. Right. So Guy Fieri serves his trash can food while people gamble. So the real draw is not the food. Trust okay. me, right. I've had it. Bleh. This one comes with a tube sock in it. It's a burger. Tube sock burger. Holy moly. Strong bully. Like, stop it. You're serving food out of garbage cans. You're laughing at these people. They don't see it, guy. I see it. We serve it to them in a trash can or a baby diaper. They'll eat it. <laughs> jokes on those yeah. idiots. Here's your soup served in a baby diaper. I get the metaphor. You know your food is sh- and you're serving it to us and telling us, and we eat it because you have catchphrases. I don't understand who's there, but it was. You know, ugh, ugh. But Brady's opening another one in Iowa because America can't get enough. Same of thing. Being and it's a trash casino. <laughs> America cannot see through a guy serving them food in a garbage can. Think about that. We're blinded by the the frosted tips and the fiery clothes. And the wacky catchphrases. And he's just like us. And then he has the nerve to serve you food from a trash can. And you pay $20 for it. When will we open our eyes to what's going on around us? You're being duped. Duped, I tell you. I just don't understand that. Anyway, back to the Diamondbacks. Go get them, boys. Yeah, and now that I mention it, they're probably going to go on like a 12-game losing streak. Yeah, you're going to mush them. Yeah, I mushed them. But uh, we'll see. And then the NBA got its wish last night because the Celtics finally beat the Heat. So no double sweeps with nine days off between the conference finals and the finals. And uh, I took a chance. I did a little fan duel love last night. I thought the Celtics would win by 16 to 20 points. So I did an alternate spread on the game. And with uh, 36 seconds left, the Heat were uh, down 15 points. And the Celtics had the ball. And I'm like, we're at that point now where it's garbage time, where the teams just hold the ball and then give it back. And I was screaming at the TV, somebody please. And then some little white dude for the Celtics who never plays, looked like an accountant, number 11, drives up and does this beautiful layup. And I'm like, 17 17 points. All the Heat have to do is not make a shot. They cross the half court, and I'm clinched up. Butt is clinched up. Like, we've got something here. This is going to be great. And then the guy acts like he's going to pass, and then he just tucks the ball under his arm. And I'm like, oh, not going to just let the clock run out. And then I started to sell it. It was a nice little win. No way the uh, NBA, uh, the, the refs were going to steal that one from Miami no matter what. They didn't have to, but if it was close, there's no possible way. No possible way. 
I'm also getting a lot of emails saying I'll never go to Target again and things like that. And that is exactly the opposite of what I was talking about this morning. The poor people at Target aren't all on board. There's a couple people making bad decisions. Those folks in those khaki pants and those red eyes or whatever they're wearing now, they're not to blame for this. They're, you know, boycotting entire companies like that is the idea to make us all think that we're fighting each other. Stop it. Order online. That's your boycott. There you go. Vote with your dollar. <laughs> I always say Well, yeah. you can vote with your dollar. But I feel bad for the people who have to actually have jobs there at Target. And, you know, now you're, now you're putting all these you know, middlemen at risk. And, again, it's just a divide and conquer situation. Make us all mad at each other. I got an email from a guy, who, a meme of a king talking to his, his right hand. And he says, you don't need to fight the people. You just have to have them, uh, the ones who hold pitchforks, uh, think that the ones who have torches are going to take their pitchforks, and the ones who have torches think the ones with pitchforks are going to take their torches. He goes, make them feel like they're robbing from each other. They'll fight each other, and we won't have to do a thing. It's true. Serving food from trash cans. That's how dumb America is. They'll eat it. They'll love it. In fact, they'll pay extra for it because it's from a celebrity. It's just flat out crazy. And also, I don't know if anybody's paying attention to this, but there's a volcano in Mexico that's about to erupt. You think Mexico? You think the border's bad now? <laughs> Have you seen that? Nobody's talking about this. There's a, a volcano in Mexico. That, look at the picture it's of a, it. It's not fooling around. This thing's going. It's burping. It's burping. Big fire. It's uh. They raised their alert, and uh, it's starting to shoot ash and lava all over. Mexican authorities raised the warning level for a volcano. Uh, ooh, Popocatapeti. Uh, it's one step below red alert, so it's like. You got about 10 minutes here. Uh, smoke and ash and molten rock were spewing into the sky. And they thought, maybe a good idea to get these folks out of here. Where are they sending them? North, of course. Very clever, Mexico. I see. Can't send them back to the volcano. Uh, yeah, so it happened Sunday, and they're starting to look at this thing like, hey, it's probably about to go. Would you live anywhere near? Do, would you have to be told it's time to go? If Camelback Mountain started to shoot fire at us, no, no, I'm out. I think I pretty much know. I don't need him to go. It's a yellow alert. You'll be fine. When we were in Hawaii, and that thing's right on top of those folks, and they're like, "Yeah, it goes off every once in a while." Like, you don't want to move. Been, uh, the, the other fun fact was, it's been overdue for a couple of hundred years. <laughs> and it, and it, it was ha- like erupting on a regular. Yeah, and it's been kind of like hasn't vented years. for a while. Yeah. And when we're there, they're like, "Yeah, it's it's coming." And then it started to bubble pretty good. And every time it does it, everybody's like, this is the one. They don't evacuate. They let some official tell them we're at yellow alert right now. And uh, it's not bad until we're at red alert. Well, the one in Mexico is like half a step away from red alert. And I don't even know what that means. But I know if I lived, I know if Camelback Mountain started to cry fire, I think I'm going to spend the weekend in Flagstaff. What's the potential super volcano? Is that. Uh up near Flagstaff. Well, there's one in Flagstaff. It's dormant right now. Well, it's actually active, but it's like way underneath. Yeah. yeah. San, Francisco's San Francisco's an active. Right. It's technically active. But if it started to kind of... <laughs> every you wake up and you're like, what's going on in the mountain there? It's, it's puking fire on us. Hey, Doug Hopkins' phone wouldn't it would ring immediately. It's like, yeah, the mountain I live by is going to throw up fire on me. I'm not interested in finding out how this ends. And you're, buy? And, yeah, you're, you're buying my house as is right now, Doug. It's in a volcano. Yeah, well, you didn't say anything about volcanoes. I'm, buy my house. 
Screw you, I'll give you the five grand. I'm out. <laughs> I'll take it. That's it. Somebody else can have the firehouse. I just remember on that helicopter tour, the guy says, and there's old man Johnson's place. He didn't yeah. leave on the last eruption. It right. went right around him. And it did. It was like a house in the middle of this useless rock, that miserable lava. But yeah, Mexico's got a volcano in it, and everybody's kind of like, Meh. when it goes to red alert, we'll send the Mexicans up. That's what I'd say if I was on the border. I have a house. It's on the volcano, so I'm here for uh, to get away from the volcano. You still have a little more time than you realize, because I've seen Pierce Brosnan take his F-150 sure. through the... I remember that, the- yeah. He drove right around. And actually, the cool part was he outran the volcano for a little while. And then when the lava caught his car, I think that was John Cusack. That was the other one, 2012. You're thinking of uh, Volcano. And then I was in the movie 2012 where Cusack had a... He outran. He outran it in an RV. But Pierce was in an F-150. With a flat. It was an RV with a flat. And then uh, the lava caught him, and he rode it like a water wave. The fire didn't... It didn't do anything to the back of the RV because they were both moving about the same speed, so he caught it like a surfboard. Wow. And wrote it. So that's, you know, again, if you eat out of trash cans and pay $20 There's for a it, you'll actually believe that your car will surf the lava. If you can get on the crust. Right. I've seen this before in Fast 9. <laughs> yeah. So, if yeah, if you can get on the outer edge, that fire isn't fiery, you know. That stuff is you more watery. Yeah, you don't feel anything at all when... You know, we were at the show, again, Godsmack, when the pyro went off, and I was like, oof, that's too close. Imagine. Yeah, I almost wanted to leave the Godsmack show because the, I was too close to the pyro. If Camelback Mountain started to do that, had a little pyro show going on. It looks like a weekend in Palm Springs for Johnny. We'll see how this all ends up. I'll take the dogs for a nice uh, Airbnb up there in St. John, <laughs> somewhere far away. I just don't understand that, but they're... Like, they're the news is treating it like, well, it's only at a yellow alert. And I'm like, you guys really know when this, th- you don't know when it's going to go off. Because if you did, we'd never have a problem with volcanoes. We're pretty sure. Yellow alert's enough Close for me. enough. First signs of f- fire, pretty much the end of my time waiting. It's not going to go off crazy. You can't tell me that for sure. You didn't tell me about this. If I got a knock on the door. Hi, Mr. Holmberg, I'm a geologist and, uh. Camelback Mountain is very active, and in a few days you're going to see some fire shooting out of the top of it. Don't worry. Are you are you crazy? Don't worry. Deuces. What are you? I'm gone. Give me a U-Haul now. Are you telling everybody? Because there's going to be a run on U-Hauls. I just want to let you know. There's nothing to worry about. I know you're looking at it now, and it's just a beautiful mountain. In two days, it's going to cry fire. Stay put. <laughs> are you insane? <laughs> are you crazy? We're geologists. We know what we're doing. We can tell you exactly when it's going to blow up. Even that guy would be, I mean, get out of the way. You, you go stand next to the crying mountain. I'm not doing that. Even if it blows, the good news is it only set them back about a month. They'll have that town rebuilt in less than a month. No, in Mexico? Yeah, yeah. The good news is there's a lot of Mexicans down there to rebuild. <laughs> That's what Brady's saying. So you got the built-in labor force called Mexicans. Yeah, Brady's right. Do they have Home Depots in Mexico? Wouldn't that be the ultimate meta moment? Like who stands in their parking lot? <laughs> and wouldn't you be the biggest bigot in the world pulling into a Mexican Home Depot and trying to hire people? Like, hey, I'm just shopping. I'm like, what? <laughs> I thought all you guys in the parking lot were up for hire. You see the mountains making fire? Yeah, see. We're building. We're br- what are you buying here? You go to the town, they just have a banner. It says Home Depot. I'm like, wait. <laughs> Hold <minute>. on a <laughs> second. <laughs> You're not a real Home Depot. Casa Depot. No. <laughs> no. This is just a... You're selling fireworks and blankets. You're not a Home Depot at all. 
Don't forget I'm sitting hermano, tío. Oh, your, yeah, your brother and your uncle are for sale for sure. <laughs> the mountain that cries fire. Yeah, okay. We're all moving. But yeah, I don't understand that. You tell me that. I've, oh, I've always said that about tornadoes. My argument for tornadoes is always like, if the real estate... Would if, you live in Tornado right, Alley? They tell you it's called no. Tornado Alley. It's yeah. the same thing as the trash can nachos. It's Tornado Alley to get a little discount in here. Like, what? You live in Tornado Alley. No, I don't. Show me something on the outskirts of wherever Tornado Alley ends. Same with all the hurricanes and stuff. Those people still... What is your problem? Again, I've told people this a thousand times. I don't understand moving to the hurricane country because people tell you, like, every couple of years a hurricane might pop up. If I told you, same same uh, reference, if I was a real estate agent and I'm showing you a house and I'm like, see that mountain over there? Uh, sometimes every couple of years in August it gets up and starts running around and wrecks a lot of stuff. But it's really unpredictable. Quaking. But it does happen. Would you live California. anywhere near a mountain that gets up and walks around? It's the same as a hurricane. Would Let you alone uh, shaking. Well, the shaking thing does it. That's, 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 I mean, that's I, even I less that than hurricanes. Just in that week and after, I guess, experiencing one, but you're in a place right. that earthquakes can happen and the, sure, can have. Sure, but that's a constant. Like, you know that they're more likely there. We're not going to get hit by a hurricane here in Phoenix. It's not happening. You live in Miami, it's, and it's the same thing as saying, hey, if Camelback Mountain got up every, every August, we have to worry that it's going to get up and run around. There's a season for it. Every, every August we worry. That, and sometimes it's not Camelback. Sometimes we're surprised and Papago gets up and starts running around Tempe. But, you know, it's beautiful here. And the views are amazing. Like, it's not worth it. I'm not going to live by that. That's why I always say we live in paradise. Worst thing we have is a microburst or a dust storm. Microburst. Or a haboob. Or a haboob. Big deal. So everything gets dusty. It's like those people living in New Orleans, too. It's, you're living below sea level. <laughs> right. What are you doing? <laughs> On yeah. the shoreline. Right. Like in Hurricane Alley. Like the Salton Sea's below sea level, but yeah. it's a few hundred miles from the ocean. These people live on a bay 10 feet below the ocean and wonder how come it sometimes floods. <laughs> Meanwhile, here's your food in a trash can. Everybody's stupid. I made this at home with my hands in the sink. Would nice you eat that? Runner. If anybody says, give me some of that, it'd be crazy. Brady'd be in line with a spoon and a paper plate. Would you eat that no, if they told if you I, that? if I saw the... What if they told it? you? I don't want to see. What if they told you, hey, I made this in my sink at home with my hands. Try some. a little, you know, you're hoping the sink is... <laughs> you would try <laughs> You would eat it, and you'd eat all of it. Depends on what it is. It's so bad as the sink food with a guy's hands. Sink mac and cheese. Yeah, me and, me and my cat stood in, over the sink and made hand mac and cheese. The cat helped. Oh yeah, the cat was there because you know it's a house where cats live and stuff. I'll try it. I serve it in a baby's diaper because I think you're a moron. So here, eat this yeah, right here. No, that's where I draw the line. It's not used. It's a new <laughs> diaper. Oh well, in that case, yeah. I've eaten out of the garbage before. It's no big deal. Give me that trash can full of food. <laughs> Give me the, the diaper mac. Yeah, yeah diaper mac. <laughs> Jab, stromboli, mondoli. Here you go. It's served in a baby's diaper. Uh-huh. I'm telling you it's <laughs> and you're eating it anyway. Lap it up, sucker. Oh, man, that guy. Anyway, what do you got on the big board of musical treats today? Uh, wake Up Song, of course, brought to you by our buddies at Action Ride Shop. Big Memorial Day sale going on. If you've ever even thought about getting on the bike, 
Well, Action Ride Shop's the place to go right now. 10 to 40% off all in-stock bikes. Uh, they got you hooked up with all the Action Ride gear, 25% off that. Action Ride tailgate pads to get your bike out there, 25% off. And tons of other deals. It's all going on. Action Ride Shop on Gilbert Road and Southern, or just visit them online at actionrideshop.com. And we're all over the place today with the... Uh, oh, there's a lot. Yeah. Well, this guy just said, correct me if I'm wrong, but is, isn't Phoenix surrounded by inactive volcanoes? Yeah, every mountain's an inactive something or other, right? Like, there's always... The Earth's crust is inactive. Yeah. But the active one is in flag. And then another guy says, well, all right, tell me what it would take for you to move. Smoke coming out of the mountain. That's it. If it looked like Smoker's Corner in high yeah. school, I'm out. We've got, yeah, if it looks like Alan Gully just <laughs> lit the mountain on fire, I'm, I'm leaving. Yeah. I don't think I need the mountain that's, you know, starting to fight back a little bit to warn me. It's warning you. They start to, they start breathing fire like a dragon. I'm not getting, I'm not hanging around the dragon. On the list, Gigi Allen, uh, Bite It You Scum, uh, Heretic Anthem for Slipknot. Uh, Paul Gray died on this day. Oh, did he? Was yeah. that like 10 years uh, ago? Man, Maybe even longer than that. Yeah, I think so. Wow. Uh, Static X, Black Sabbath, Pantera, ACDC, Jailbreak for You and Brady. Oh, yeah, that's a pretty good one. Uh, Scatterbrain, Don't Call Me Dude for Target. <laughs> uh, Steel Panther, Death's All But Metal. Killer Queen from for Target, as well as My Balls, Your Chin from Snot. Uh, Ministry and Primus. Wow, there is a lot of... John the Fisherman is on there. Yeah. Man. Man, this is a tough one. All There's right, Brett, it's up to you. There. It's up to you, Brett. Oh, you like the John the Fisherman? I love John the Fisherman. Let's do that. All right, we'll go with that. Little Primus, John the Fisherman. Never a bad idea to throw Primus in the mix. I got no beef with that. Uh, Don't forget, we're going to try to upgrade that man cave for you guys at 8 o'clock this morning. We'll give you a word that you can text in, 97936. Put it in your phones now, and then when we tell you at 8 o'clock to text the word, all you got to do is spell it right, and you're on your way to getting yourself all loaded up with the man cave upgrade. That is uh, our friends at Modelo and... Uh, Prestige Billiards helping us uh, with this thing, which is pretty awesome. So you get the the man cave upgrade, which I can't find in front of me. And anyway, a pool table, ping pong table. Uh, what else you got? Air hockey table, arcade game system, uh, Phantom Prestige 500 barbecue, which is really cool looking. Uh, I got pictures of that. Modelo giving you a mini fridge, $150 gift card, so you can pack it full. And then a table and stools for your friends to sit and watch you play pool when uh, it's not their turn. And it's all because of Prestige Billiards and Modelo Especial. Uh, daily qualifiers are getting 50 bucks from Von Hansen's Meat and Spirits and two tickets to go see Rob Zombie. So in about uh, 40 minutes, we'll give you a chance to win that sucker. Beautiful. Go get them. Man Cave Upgrade. It's happening once again for Pride Month. Uh, and by the way, this year, the Man Cave Upgrade, the pool table felt is rainbow because why not? I don't want one of those exactly. I mean, now. How many people wouldn't take it? <laughs> If we had all of our stuff was gay. <laughs> Should that be the keyword today, rainbow? <laughs> oh, yeah. If we did, we had uh, Meathead over there just felt it with a rainbow top. I wonder how many, I'm not winning no twink pool table. <laughs> just get it refunded. It's a good table. Uh-uh, it's the principle of it all. Just designed to make you guys mad for a second in fight. Now, they gave me this twink ping pong table. All the handles on the ping pong paddles are dicks. <laughs> Pink barbecue. <laughs> the barbecue just only does hot dogs. And... <laughs> oh. It has to be tubular meats. It's rollers. How come all of this is uh, not flat? It's everything's rounded roller stuff. Because the only thing it does is cylindrical items. My ping pong paddles feel funny in my hands. 
How come all the pool cues are giant? God damn it, Holbert. Give me a big gay man cave. <laughs> People would lose it. They'd lose their minds. Give me a straight man cave, god damn it. Green felt. Maybe black. But even then, that's sketchy. <laughs> We'd have people fight back. Would you take a free gay pool table? Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. You just get oh. new felt for it. Huh? The, pool, the legs on it are hairy man legs. And Ooh. I mean, I ain't drinking that Bud Light while I'm playing <laughs> I'm not, on I'm it. Not that. no, That's crazy I got, talk. I got morals. That's crazy talk, man. <laughs> I'd sooner drink a cup of <laughs> <laughs> You know what I said. The, the beat didn't cover much. I was talking about man juice. A little man goop and a thimble. You can give me that before you give me one of them uh, drinks that makes you gay. If you're that worried about something making you gay, you're probably pretty close to being gay. <laughs> if I take a sip of this, will I turn gay? Hmm. I think you're already gay. If you have to worry <laughs> about that. Now I won't end up puffing on Peters again for baseball tickets like I used to in high school. Back when I wasn't gay, but I got fooled a lot. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. Thanks for listening to the daily podcast of Holmberg's Morning Sickness. It's been brought to you in part by your Valley Chevy dealers. Drive away in a new Chevrolet today. Visit valleychevy.com for details. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. It's the Weezer. Yesterday I was uh, listening to, I forget what it was, I was on the tonal and they, they have the music going in the background. They're Weezer's cover of Enter Sandman, I think it's Enter Sandman, one of the Metallica songs. In the middle of it, they break into Buddy Holly. Oh, really? I and I, that. you know, it's kind of just passing me by background music. And then I heard him go, do 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 I'm like, that is a really cool add to that. Weezer really had a cool little addition to that. Everybody, when they covered all those Metallica songs a couple years ago for the anniversary. Is it as good as the uh, the Warnings cover? No. of? Okay. I love that one. The yeah. Warning covering Metallica's song was great. I think it's interesting, but right in the middle of it, the guitar solo cuts into Buddy Holly and it's it's funny. And then it goes right back to it, but it's Weezer doing Metallica, which is kind of like, you know, funny to even think of in the first yeah. place to see those MIT guys start to crush the Metallica. It's pretty, and they were great. Weezer doesn't get the credit they deserve for being as good at music as they are. Those guys are incredibly smart human beings, especially that lead singer. He's like MIT everything. He was double Harvard. Then he puts out those silly albums, and people are like, oh, he's just a dope. He's not. And they can play. I'm not a huge Weezer fan, but I love that blue record. That's for sure. Uh, it's time for uh, the Brady Report, which is brought to you by our friends at Hooters. And it's Wings Day. And you know who's coming hard. It's Hooters. Uh, for a limited time only, you can choose your Wings Day adventure. A, buy 20 wings, get 10 free. Uh-oh. That makes Good one. Sorry about that. Uh, or B, get all you can eat wings for twenty ninety nine. You got to eat those in-house. Those are dining only. Either way, you're going to win. You're getting a ton of wings uh, for a delicious price. Easy enough. They're coming hard. It's Wingsday Wednesday. We'll see you at Hooters, and you can say thanks for the Brady Report. Brady, report it. Good Wednesday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. Hi. Uh, let's see. It's happy, happy National Brothers Day. Hermanos. Celebrate your brothers. Hey, brothers. What's up? <laughs> happy Brothers Day, brothers. Is it Brothers Day or Brothers Day? Brothers. Oh, hard R, hard R. I get it. <laughs> hard R on the brothers. <laughs> Happy Brother's Day. I don't have one of those, so I have to just go with the old-fashioned. Right on. Happy Brother's Day. (laughs) 
If you tried things. that at the Circle K today, dude wanders in, struts in. Happy Brother's Day, man. I'm, I'm going to kick your ass. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you messed up. Brady'd be able to get away with it. Hey, what's up? What's up, boss? <laughs> Happy Brother's Day. Yeah. That's all big. right. I'm going to kick your old lady ass all over this house. <laughs> I'm a boy. All right. How did you get away with all the fraternity stuff that you did for the... Did it on the plane. Non-white fraternity. Did it on a plane with me. Walked by a black guy with uh, the fraternity for black people. Alpha Phi Alpha. Alpha Phi of the purple and gold. No, no. Oh, that's the other one? Black and gold. That was black and gold. Because the purple, purple and gold, gold one... Purple Omega. Omegas, that's right. Get your brother straight, would you? <laughs> Walks by and he goes, what's up? And the guy's like, yeah, move on, lady. <laughs> I'm a boy. <laughs> Breaks a handshake out. For no reason tries to shake hands with a black guy. And the black guy puts his hand up and Brady gives him the grip. And I and as I and Brady's like, yeah, just goes to the back of the plane to his seat and I just heard, What the f how do you know that? <laughs> I know your secrets. Negroes. <laughs> I don't think you're supposed to say that, Brady. It's true though. That dude was baffled. We became one on the plane. No, I don't yeah. think so. I think, Is that what you're going with? <laughs> one big question. Fraternal <laughs> brothers. It, it, I thought the the loving versus the United States case was going to break out against some sort of interaction. <laughs> it was like a, a nightmare about to occur on you know row 17 to row 22. A cup of live jellyfish provides just five calories. One third of the amount in a cup of celery. In case you're looking to expand your palate. I just thought of something that would have been really great. Had you, I don't care about the soup that you're giving a recipe to right now. If you gave that shake to that guy and they goes, what the? I'm an albino. And then you just kept walking. <laughs> <laughs> he's a brother. But he's one of them super light-skinned ones. He keep being like super light, like one of their Eskimo brothers. He's transparent. He's like Northern Lights black. <laughs> Molly Ringwald wanted Vigo Mortensen to be in 16 Candles. As Jake Ryan? Yep, because he actually kissed her during an audition, and she felt, uh, she said it made her weak in the knees. It sloshed her up, huh? But that went to Michael Schofling. He was a good good Jake Ryan. He never did anything after. So Molly Ringwald, she got to kiss all the dudes in the... He did. He was shoot in... uh... Vigo? Uh, right. He did oh, one last Vigo. Right. He was in Vision Quest. Vision Quest. Oh, that was him? Shoot, yeah. He was oh, wow. shoot. And then nothing else. Or not shoot. He was, he was, his, the, uh, he was his best friend. He, he was, was the his Indian supposedly, guy. Supposedly, yeah. supposedly oh, that's Indian. right. He yeah. was the Native yeah. American. The Mohawk. Supposedly. We're not casting a real one. guy that they had to lose weight for. Shoot was the guy he had, yeah. to, had to reference. Okay. It has a terrible movie. I know you guys like it because It's great. I love it. Jen, Jen. Yeah. So Molly Ringworm got to kiss these guys and then go back to yeah. Wonder how many to John Hughes and go that was a good one and then goes over and kisses Viggo Mortensen and comes back. He should get the job. <laughs> what was that noise? I don't know. I got to walk away from it. Like Molly wet herself. <laughs> the opposite of Stockholm syndrome is Lima syndrome. That's when the kidnapper kidnappers wind up sympathizing. With their hostage, hostage. Stockholm is when the hostage starts to fall in love with a kidnapper. Yeah, I never heard of Lima syndrome Me either, where they start to fall for the kidnappee. Yep. Hmm. It's what kind of happens and in, in to, the movies a little but bit. They you start find to, the weak link in the group of kidnappers, right? But they start to sympathize with their case because they're like the kidnapper feels bad for the person's situation. 
Interesting. Yeah. Never heard of Lima syndrome. I didn't even know that was a thing. AM radio just scored a big win. Courtesy of America's second biggest car company. Bob Kemp. Ford announced. <laughs> He's the only one left on AM radio, by the way. They're reversing their course on, um, they were talking about removing AM radios. From cars? In 2024. They're still on there? Yep. They're, they're going to continue putting them on there. <laughs> Where? In the trunk or something? Where do they keep the AM radio? Eight major car brands have been planning to ditch AM radio in their upcoming models. Tesla, Mazda, BMW, Rivian, Polestar, Volvo, Volkswagen, There's no reason and Ford. For There's no reason for AM radio. It's a better delivery system if you know about radio waves and stuff. It's more effective. The CEO this announced like yesterday crap. they're adding it back to all of their 2024 models. A lot of people still listen to radio, uh, AM radio, about 80 million people. That's what the party down the hall was yesterday. 80 million people do not listen to AM radio. They just can't figure out how to get it off of AM. Another big concern is it's used for emergency broadcast alerts. That's yeah, but if nobody's tuned into it, so then how are, are we? Yeah. Know? Ford's reasoning. We're emergency. We do emergency broadcast alerts too. Because of that, lawmakers in DC have been pushing oh. the car companies to keep it. I see what they're saying. The waves are AM. Yeah, so the, I get yeah, the best way to yeah. deliver it. Because FM waves are real short and jagged and straight. And, and AMs are real big, looping, giant yeah. uh, waves. Where FM, you need height. Yeah, and you got and it, you know, it's precise. And it's, a, it's more of a straight shot. AM, that's why sometimes at night, you can go in coast, open areas. You could go coast to coast back in the day. I used to sit and listen to Cardinal games here in Phoenix. On an AM radio, I could get uh, KMOX, I think it was, in St. Louis. At nighttime, those giant AM waves would go. If it was flat, you could get it forever. It, and back to, in the day, FM radio gets stopped by mountains and stuff. There are fifty AM radio signals that can go coast to coast. Is and that those right? Were all handed. One of them was handed to the Lewis family here, which I believe is five fifty. Oh no, kidding! Yeah, most of the time they're lower on the dial, but at the time it was like a favor because you know before the sixties they didn't start much of the uh, commercial worker they right. weren't really making a lot of money on am stations and they figured it out but i mean that all that said am radio still f- sucks it's terrible i mean it sounds like garbage and in this day and age of phones and stuff you don't need cruddy that's why they're all on the second signal for hd radio right. on everybody yeah and you don't need cruddy uh you know right wing crazies yelling at you with bad <laughs> sound you want them doing it right Ford is also offering a software update to add it back into its 2023 electric vehicles, the Mustang Mach-E and the uh, F-150 Lightning. Pointless. It'll be interesting to see how much longer they'll... Maybe they'll just have the... uh, They'll do it until this next generation of people goes away. They can pick up an AM signal. Until Bob Kemp retires. Yeah, until Bob Bob Kemp is the only thing keeping... Because that happens. He is truly the dentine and string holding AM radio together in this town. uh, Name another AM guy. Do they still do the... In town? Yeah, is Barry Young still a thing? No, he's gone. He's gone. Is he dead? He's Who's the guy that's on no, our station? Is that Steve Bob Trump? Kemp. Kemp. No, no, no. Oh, no. we Steve also have that's, an, that's on an FM, FM station. That's, that's 97.1 or whatever. Oh, yeah. I thought it What's was What's the oldies? 1447. 92.7. That's right. 92.7. That's FM. I thought that was mostly It used to be 1460. We shut that thing off. 1460? Who's hanging around down there? Chuck didn't want that thing hanging around. That's it. I'm paying for that. I'm paying for 1440 AM. AZ Gold. He's to tell me he programmed that. I program it at night at home. 
On what? An abacus? You don't even have a computer. <laughs> in St. Helena, California, uh, this person brings in a book at a library and it had been checked out in 1927. Jeez, that's an old library. Overdue for 96 years. How old is this library? And time for refresher books. The fine would have been $1,700. It was a copy of A History of the United States by Benson Lossing. People need to... St. Helena Public Library. <laughs> Basically, uh, it was, it was they didn't know open it was maybe a year. The library when, was? When, when he checked the book out oh, in 1927. Oh, 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 I see. Same year, Calvin Coolidge was in the White House. You think about it; that's really not a bad fine. Seventeen hundred bucks for that shape. kind of time. Oh sure, um, but they waived the fine. I think all history books should have whatever title they have, and then the words "up to now," because <laughs> they all stop. My uh, ex-wife's fake grandparents. It was uh, fake. Well, because her dad married uh, some lady who was like thirty years younger than him. And then they became her fake grandparents. But they were refugees from oh. Romania during World War II. And then they became professors at Columbia. And the lady's name was Gloria Dayak. She was brilliant. Actually, her husband Ishban was brilliant too. Both, I mean, he was tenured Columbia professor, history professor. But they wrote big books, like big ones. And she wrote History of New York, which Scorsese used a lot of her book for Gangs in New York. And you go through it. And I told her, I remember reading it. And I'm like, well, this is History of New York. The five points. Up to now. Because I went there after 9-11, and her book didn't have anything about that. I'm like, so History in New York now needs some addendums. Are you going to get on that? She goes, no, that's the book. And I'm like, then all history books need to say, you know, a colorful history of New York up to now. Up to a date. And then just have the date because, that, yeah, you, that you released yeah. it, because history doesn't stop. It's called the future. A 64-year-old man in Kentucky named Clifton Williams freaked out on his roommate last weekend after noticing that he... Eaten the last hot pocket. Clifton was furious. Thank him. He threw some kind of tiles at his roommate. Ooh. And when the guy tried to get away, that's when Clifton got out his gun and shot the guy in the butt. Sort of vague. Tiles meaning uh, Scrabble or floor? <laughs> Roof? <laughs> that's a very variety. There's a lot of yeah, tiles to chuck at people. Scrabble? Scrabble tiles wouldn't make you shoot a guy. <laughs> Unless he, and unless he did H O M O. Damn you! <laughs> I ain't none of them. I'm gonna kill my friend because H O M O ain't me. The roommate that, still managed to run off. He got help. He was hospitalized. He'll be okay. But being shot over a hot pocket was still enough of a. Uh, you don't do that. No, you don't shoot anybody. It doesn't matter hot pocket or otherwise. <laughs> there is a mug shot of Clifton. I haven't seen it. We got a, a landlord. In. Where, how do we? What? Let's take a FanDuel bigotry okay. guess on Clifton, right. Kentucky. Right. Clifton can go either way as far as race because the name is both hillbilly and urban. Yeah. What's the last name again? Clifton Davis. Clifton Davis was the guy from That's My Mama and uh, Amen. Clifton Williams. Okay, star. I was going to say yeah. Clifton Davis is That's My Mama star. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> what was his name? Clifton what? Williams. Williams. Jeez, this is really hard. Because that could go white trash or, or urban. I'll go hillbilly. All right, I want, I want Over a things. hot pocket, I want to go hillbilly. Yeah. I want two things. I want race and age. Clifton Williams I don't is, think Brady gave you the I, age. I didn't hear it if he did. I'm going to throw in over a hot pocket. 
Yep. And he had a roommate. Yep. Where did it happen? Kentucky. This is a fun game. 57, white. I'm going to go 32, hillbilly. Okay. Oh, you already know. Well, I just I, I started the, yeah, because I started the, All right. I'm looking at it. I can't guess. I know. Yeah. Who won? Oh, I'm putting oh, it up. Yeah. I thought you were looking at Let's me for Let's take a guess. look at the picture of Clifton Williams. John oh, yes. <laughs> yes, he's about 57. <laughs> and he looks like a bad 64. Ricky Gervais character. Man. Oh, he's 64. Yeah. And he shot a man age, you would be over the hot pocket. You're in Kentucky. Yeah. Yeah. I've never yeah. been to Kentucky. Roommates. I know, and there's a reason why. Everybody there looks like that. And, and that is a delicacy in Kentucky. Hot pockets are served at Lexington 44. It's like oh. a really nice restaurant there. <laughs> That's almost exactly what I pictured. Yeah. You got another one. Travis Carlson. This is easy. He's in Minnesota. That's a white. Yeah. Travis. No black people. Well, Travis Scott. He set his apartment on fire last Thursday while blasting Billy Joel's song, We Didn't Start the Fire. This is easy. Travis drilled holes in his truck gas tank, put the gas into the cans, and then carried them back and forth up to his apartment. His downstairs uh, tenant heard him smashing glass and breaking things for about 20 minutes. Then he knocked on the tenant's door and told him there's a fire in the house. When firefighters arrived, they found the apartment on fire, and they could hear we didn't start the fire blasting out the window. Travis could face up to 20 years in prison. It's unclear why he did it or if he tried to argue that it was always burning. Since the world's been turning. Yep. That is the whitest fire of all time. Travis, the Billy Joel arsonist. Is, I wish uh, he wouldn't have escaped. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shoot a trip running out of there. I like the idea that you got to get your gasoline by drilling holes in your own truck. All right, I got to say, he's a little younger than what I was picturing. Yeah, Ooh. but he's methy enough. Look yeah, at that dude. Oh, oh man. Is that mid-40s, early 40s? 37. He's 37. He looks terrible. Or he's just a like maybe a bad contractor. He's yeah, he looks like somebody Gary Harper chases yeah. around. Yeah. Three on your side found this guy drilling holes in gas tanks. <laughs> no need to guess on the next criminals. Uh-oh. Maybe. All right, let's see. Wait a, a Georgia inmate tunneled through a wall in a jail facility in Fulton County, Georgia. Juggernaut? <laughs> it's an attempt to harm his celly next door. He dug a hole through his cell. Oh, my God. Cavian Thomas. Come on, Brady. Is make, there an, make the game is there an easy. Apostrophe make the game or, easy. Brady. Come on. It doesn't even matter if there's an apostrophe. He was in his cell at the Rice Street Jail, and he was upset <laughs> at his neighbor, Derondene yeah. Russell. On. We're not playing the game right now. At least I make an order effort a little more difficult. <laughs> I know. This is, this is rudimentary guess the race, Brady. We can't. Derondene. <laughs> Derondene and Kentavious or whatever. <laughs> Cavian. Cavian. <laughs> Nobody. He got through, tunneled through, and uh, shanked him three or four times. That's good. Wow. Good tunneling. But uh, the dude survived. There's the Durande did? Durandene. Durandene. Is Duran pretty much what we thought he would be? Well, there's no pictures, but uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> as much as Travis is white, Cavian and Durandere are. This game got easy fast. <laughs> Florida man, Joshua Dumar, he's 32, and his 29-year-old girlfriend, they got into a fight 
Sunday night, according to the arrest affidavit, the uh, woman was lying on the couch when Dumar picked up a steak, smacked her in the face twice, <laughs> leaving seasoning on her cheek. Did this happen at the Brady Bogan house? Or? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Food fight. Should, should not be laughing at that bit. <laughs> Uh, the deputy noticed it because he captured it. It was captured on a ring camera oh. inside the home. <laughs> it's like, look, there's rub on her face. <laughs> she smells great. Don't wash it off for four hours. The judge has ordered Dumar to have no contact with the victim. Dumar's rap sheet includes convictions for DUI and possession of cocaine and marijuana. And we didn't disturb, we, like Dumar is his first name? Joshua. No, Dumar. Joshua Dumar, no. There's his mugshot. Yep, that's what I pictured. <laughs> what if it's like Ifit, like Dumal, Dumal, Joshua Dumal? Yep, looks like one of the dudes from that uh, American Sniper movie. Fantastic food news, John. Oh yeah. Kraft says the top complaint they get from people about their single Kraft. Uh, slices of cheese. Time out for two two things. First off, the word we have to give you. Second, I have a comment about you complaining to Kraft about slices. Have <laughs> <laughs> you ever had time to do that in your life? Grab a rope and hang yourself. You know, I'm going to call the company about the these individuals. The Kraft singles are getting stop, them out of the package. Stop it. Just eat the plastic, you Well, pig. no longer, my friend. You oh. don't have to worry about it. Oh, thank God. They're redesigning them to add texture to the flap. Whew. So that your fingers can feel where the opening so is. So your fat little paws... Know how to get to the cheese faster. What are you, mice in a maze? They're making the wrappers thicker and sturdier. Like Lizzo. So you can open them without tearing. <laughs> and along with the uh, new exterior packaging with a bolder font, that the emphasis is on the fact that they're made with real dairy. That's true, but it's still All right. considered a cheese food. None of this matters. Because it's only 51% cheese. Okay. I'll sleep better tonight. <laughs> All right. Shh about the whole thing. If you're complaining to Kraft, you can't get through the individual slices fast enough and they need to do something, go to your doctor and get an EKG today. You're dying. There's no possible way that you've got time in your day to call Kraft to complain that the cheese just getting into your mouth is not happening fast enough for so you. So furious. I can't get to this particular... I'm calling him. If, if you're getting your ass kicked... By the individually wrapped cheese slice, you need to take a breath and reassess your entire existence. I can't well, get to the cheese quick. Anyway, uh, today's word, by the way, for the man cave upgrade, transvestite. <laughs> <laughs> It'll weed out some people. I ain't winning on that word. Yeah, well, I ain't winning I'm on that I'm not playing a tranny. I'm not playing any tranny. And I'm no, playing this game ever again. Ever again. Well, let me jump the low. line. Go woke, go broke. Yep. Let me jump the line. No, Bud Light is not coded. No, that is not. No. Well. Neither is Toledo. And I know that has nothing to do with it, but some of you write that in for everything. Transvestite. <laughs> 97936. Transvestite. It could get you an entirely gigantic game room. Very controversial word. Well, I ain't typing that in my phone. It'll make me one of them. Several towns in England are experiencing psycho seagulls. Good the seagulls man. are uh, swooping in on drug addicts' little bags of spice and other oh, drugs. Oh, they're taking the drugs. And they're oh, ingesting now that's them. the final draw. That's and they're it. attacking people. They're dive-bombing people <laughs> on the streets. 
hopefully. Here's a picture of a rendition of the psycho oh, okay. zombie like seagulls. Yeah, that, this is an But they're saying they're getting out of hand. People are getting um, bit. Okay, but let's flashed. hope it's, let's hope it's cyclical, and they steal drugs from the beach people who have drugs, and then attack those same people. Instead of like the family of four that's just out there in Hermosa having a weekend. The other thing is they're good for about two or three dive bombs. And then they collapse. (laughs) A lot of people say that's fine. We have too many seagulls. Seagulls are annoying anyway. Better logo than a skull? Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Psycho seagull faces. Yeah. If we could get rid of the skulls. Yeah. Well, that would be a very intimidating seahawk. A seahawk, f you. That's not a real bird. <laughs> Seahawks not I'm a thing. Words. Yeah, it is. It's an osprey. No, it's not. That's not intimidating. The Seattle osprey. Let's get to some radio videos. Psycho Seahawks. Psycho Seagulls would be awesome as a team. The first one, a couple of girls that are. Uh, they call this the pizza roll, but it's a. It's a spool. Who's they? And they're rolling it. Yeah, who's calling it's it? titled Pizza Roll. Oh, okay. <laughs> See? Told you. Who's they? I'm calling it that. Makes me hungry. I bet your pizza's not even involved. So they're rolling on the spindle. Of what? Oh, just the thing that like, spins them? It's like a wire. Uh, what does pizza would, have to do with this? Hold cable. I don't know why they call it the Pizza Roll. <laughs> All, right. All right. I call it Ouch My Back Roll. Oh, no. They're getting spun by some sort of a, sp- a Wood, spit. spool. Okay. Come on. For cable. Uh-oh. Oh, one of those buffering? gigantic, it looks like a... Yeah, the, it's middle range. It's not yeah. the... it Because it's... I know it holds two about. different cables, so you both can get in there like in different roles. Like it's a split. Oh. All right. Spindle. I'm not picturing the right thing, but I think I know what you're talking about. It, you're you're picturing right. the right thing. It's just a little... Yep. That's what, Oh, yeah, I see. So, oh, it's got a little center d- yeah, connector. I so see. So it can okay. do three cables. No. So two people can roll at the same time. Yeah, they three actually. Yeah, can do a third. Gotta watch it. Watch it. Happens quick. She's dead. It's like a coffee table on a package. Oh, wildly scorpioned pizza roll. You know what's good? I don't know why pizza roll. I don't know. You're hungry. The uh, (laughs) the wherewithal for her to even though she's had a horrible spinal injury to make sure her boobs aren't out. Yep, pulling her shirt down a little bit. Oh man. Another reason not to go to Bonnaroo. <laughs> wow, <laughs> exactly. He did that wrong. Hopefully Fish the molly makes playing. her numb. Because, yeah. man, oh man, I don't know if ayahuasca makes you not feel anything, but let's hope because that is an the upside down is, back. Uh, parkour cow. He's on a roof. Yeah, check a, him out. Just an absolutely a big country. Yeah, this is a great country. It's a Brahma on a convenience store. Look at the cars going by. I've never seen Time such things. parkour. Oh, he's leaping off the road. Oh, oh, he's scorpion too. Get out of the way. Now he's pissed. Brahma bull is mad. <laughs> That's Thailand, by the way. It is? Yeah, look at the, the license plates. Oh, sure. That's okay. Thailand. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, I recognize yeah, those. <laughs> it's like Wyoming to me. <laughs> Like Maryville. Oh yeah, look, it's just a you know, it's just a land of lady boy. You're right, it is. <laughs> that that is, and you paid to travel to that dump? I'd never go to that <laughs> place. They brought my boy on top of hotel. How did that happen? They climb. We went to the good areas. Yeah. That, that's Maryville. <laughs> you said areas. <laughs> so let's just whittle that down to the hotel you stayed in. Next is a uh, karate. Uh, ice breaking has a couple of blocks. Oh, punching big now you have to, with the elbow. You know the power of the yeah. elbow. Oh yeah. 
He's doing Check a straight. This dude's got three large blocks. A hammer elbow down on three huge this ice is, blocks. Yes. And he's going to blow his arm in half. Kikish! No, he doesn't. Oh, 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 it's just dangling. He gets through the ice. Oh, God. Put your arm back. Put your arm back. He tries to keep it straight. Oh, it completely dislocated. He's like, uh, let's, I think he broke back the upper the next arm. One. I don't know what he did, but he held the pose, which I, I got to admire. that upper arm. Oh, God. Better. Yeah, it was... He went too deep. Another he country where entertainment is... Arm. There's too many people watching this. Oh, Jesus. Oh, no, I think his elbow oh, just fell man. off. Oh, I have no idea what happened. Why are there so many people watching that? Where? Ralph Macchio did it better in uh, Karate Kid, too. Yeah. Is the electricity out in that country that they don't have TVs or internet? Why is everyone watching a guy break three blocks? Of, there's a lot of people it's there. It's the... Uh, they knew. It's their version of the power team. <laughs> They're doing it all this is for a religious God. thing? Well, God Power's broke God. your arm. Yeah. <laughs> ah, all right. Last yeah. one's uh, taking dad parasailing. Oh, boy. How old's dad? I got to say, I, I would say 60s. Maybe. Okay. Dad's about to go over the ocean. Whee! 20 feet. 30 feet. Oh! Dad fell off the parasail. And landed in a foot of water. Complete baby. belly flop uh, oh. onto the beach, and Dad's. He bounced. They should just bury him right there. He's already halfway in. <laughs> oh, is he okay? Uh. We don't know. <laughs> Did he? We're going to give you folks a discount. Hey. Want to ride again? Yeah, who's, we'll next? Sure. All right, who's next? Who's yeah, next? That one went quicker than we thought. We're going to get through today a lot faster. Sun, the sun's setting. Yeah. Running out of daylight. He got, he got up and said, if I did it, you got to do it now. You guys made me do <laughs> You made me do that. How long does the parasail company fold up shop for that day? Like an hour? Uh, let, let people kind of disperse? They drive to another beach and start a new company. <laughs> we got these parasails. We just need a new name. Is he? We got to know. That guy couldn't have yeah, made that. That falls. No Nobody's going to live through I that. I think he's alive. That's like at least a 30-foot drop straight onto his face. No way, Mexico. No way. That's that's basically a carnival on the beach. That's going to Food City and trusting the ride. I just that's why I don't use uh, buy used harnesses. No, it's like how many are they good for? That's how I don't like parasailing companies because they're they're not keeping a click track of how many the harnesses can hold. They find out the hard way that that one was done. Oh, that's it's like okay, we overdid it by one. It breaks because the last one's over. Yeesh. You got any more? You good? That's it Brett? for me. All right. Brett's ready to go. Paige and I get tired. Oh, oh hang on a second. What in the world is that? Oh. <laughs> I don't know. Something else is playing in the background. <laughs> All right. He's spying. I am. <laughs> right. Trying to stay awake listening to that. Yeah, good luck. Uh, <laughs> this is when you know America is eating too much ranch. Okay. Uh-oh. Oh, God. What is this? All right, it's a truck full of... It's got to be a big... Is somebody's in the... Ba- oh, come on. Is there a lady so oh, that's that pulling a rascal? Towing a woman in a rascal with a, with a big... Look at that course. beast. <laughs> that's Tammy, isn't it? From, uh, <laughs> from uh, what's that show? 600-pound sisters, 1,000-pound sisters. Look at that. In the snow, she couldn't get in the truck, so they just tied the, her to the back of it. The and battery. Over the, oh, the bump was trouble. Who dressed her up like Chewbacca, too? Like, why is she? <laughs> oh, that's bad. Yeah, if you have to get tied to the back of a car to go home, again, 
Don't call Kraft and complain the cheese is too hard to get to. Start doing something about it. And this one got the bomb squad out. Bomb squad by a motorcycle sitting by a gate. This also is a cruddy country. Oh, this this is. Let's see how good the outfit. Well, yeah, hopefully the a lot of strange things going on. Uh, the bomb squad guy's uh, uh, eyeballing the motorcycle. He's awfully close. He's red reaching. No, wire, he reached, blue wire. Reaching. He's red. pulling away. Doesn't look as confident as I want my bomb squad guy to look. He's kind of leaning right, away. Screw this. And now he's got the I'm motorcycle. Now he's, now he's just kicking oh, it. No! Oh no! It blows. The bike blows, and then it goes back to the beginning. Yeah, of the we, video. Don't, we don't know. No follow up. We don't no know pieces. if those, those suits actually work or not. Uh, here's a nice building explosion. Uh, be careful. I guess there's a lot of cussing in this one, but there okay. is subtitles. All right. Oh, there's subs? Okay. Yeah. I can manage that. I can make this one. Money on the mouth, Vernon. What is going on? Is this in Ukraine? Oh, jeez. That dude's yeah. just swearing like there's no <laughs> subtitles for him. This is a building blowing up over and over and over. Oh. Is that in Baltimore? Because the people talking sound like they're from The guy Baltimore. thought it was Detroit. Oh, no. Jesus! Look at Lord. the look at that though. Jesus, Jesus. Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, <laughs> Chris. Whoa, that was awesome! <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> it's not. It's a, your city's on fire. Your city is burning. You were down. feeling that heat from there. <laughs> oh, Lord Jesus. <laughs> Look at that, though. Okay. Get, that's get the water. Get the water. Get the water. Lord have mercy. And then finally, I think that's overdubbed. <laughs> I don't think that's real. And then finally, we'll end with this. All right. I don't like when Brett does that. Yeah, you don't. Here we go. People crossing train tracks. Lots of little people. Good. Now there's a bunch nuns. of nuns. Yeah, keep an eye on Asians just and Mormons. Oh, it just cut him in half. Oh, we're going to get an aftermath on that. Oh, oh they no. tried to move. He's trying to get it's up. still oh, going. Jesus, it's pushing him. Oh, Lord oh, Jesus. Oh, oh, oh. Lord oh, Jesus. Yeah. Lord, break it. Oh, oh. Every get some water. still going. Stop the train. It's My going one mile an hour. God. Yeah, that's, uh, Every I single missed, train wheel turned him over. I missed the fall. I think he just slipped off the, the step there. He falls off the side oh, of the train. Oh. And then down he goes. And I don't know how he got sucked under that easy, but he sure did. And this guy's that trying to help him out, but yeah. he keeps going. Uh, oh, yeah, he goes another twenty-five feet. Every every train wheel turns wow. him over and drops him another few feet away. When the, the oh axle. god, hold on, oh, there it is. Oh, boy, a big oh. goose. Man, that's it. Thanks, Brett. Mm-hmm. Trains on time. Good morning, everybody. <laughs> yeah, got to run the trains on time. <laughs> Collateral damage every once in a while. But schedule's got to be kept. Occasionally a little ground Asian. That's why trains were built the way they were. Keep going. That was awful. Who has to clean that? There's a group of people that have to clean that. Yeah, but look at that country. They probably just let it go. Yeah, that's true. Wherever that was, it's a dump. Because it wasn't here. Uh, There you go, everybody. My goodness. Uh, The word is transvestite today. Transvestite. 97936. That's the one you're shooting for. Spell it out because it's in the news. Every single day we should all learn it. Transvestite. Uh, and you can win yourself a $50 uh, gift certificate to uh, Von Hansen's Meat and Spirits and two tickets to Rob Zombie if you're today's qualifier. And if you're one of the qualifiers, you are then entered into uh, the finalists. So you're one of the, the people we'll draw to be the five finalists for the Man Cave Upgrade from Modelo and our friends at Prestige Billiards. Beautiful stuff. There goes your Brady Report. It's 98 KUPD. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this.
You've been listening to the daily podcast of Holmberg's Morning Sickness, brought to you in part by your Valley Chevy dealers. Drive away in a brand new Chevrolet today. Visit valleychevy.com for details. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. And again, keeping in mind, transvestite is the word you're looking for uh, today. Transvestite's always what you're looking for, as far as I'm understanding right now. Transvestite 97936. Uh, you text that one in there, and you might uh, win the whole thing. You might win the whole damn thing off of this. I was just looking at this article here. You know, we're all worried about AI and technology taking us over. And on this date in 1844, Samuel Morse, the uh, I guess he invented it, right? I would assume Morse code was his invention. They just named it after a friend. So he invented uh, the Morse thing, tapped out. The very first telegraph message ever in Morse code. And you know what he wrote? What hath God wrought? And uh, the basis of that, yes, is like uh, this is basically uh, the end of us. We're communicating through black magic and wizardry now. (laughs) That the telegraph was something that they were worried about would take over the world. It was the first step. Of letting the machines communicate for us. And now Samuel Morse was around. <laughs> Holy cow. But you got to think, though, that they were all worried about the telegraph. We're all worried about AI and all that stuff being something. Well, they made it. We made it, right? It, t- it seems silly now to think so that far. the telegraph was too much. Technology scares every generation. But this one seems different for some reason. But still. What hath God wrought is the very first thing Samuel Morse writes. It's, it's in the Bible, Numbers yeah. 23, 23. That you're playing and God, was, right? And he was writing it to his, uh, his oh, he's daughter. Just, just seeing if it works. Yeah. you know. So he wrote What Hath God Wrought because it's like if she gets this, there's some wizardry and black magic involved. If this thing works, we just done f- humanity all up. <laughs> So if his daughter gets it, what hath God wrought? And then he's like, all right, what I say? What hath God wrought? Oh, close, but damn it all. We're screwed. And then you had to teach everybody Morse code. That's a pretty fast move there. So, man. It's like when the uh, uh, the first theater and they showed the oh. pictures and people ran out. It wasn't even a theater. It's the end of the world. They showed moving it? pictures on the side of a building That's- and said, watch this. Gather around, everyone. We've got this cool new thing. And they didn't tell them what was about to happen. And they projected images of moving people on the side of a building. And the place scattered, thinking giants were coming out of that building. <laughs> Our great-grandparents were really, really <laughs> dumb. And that was just to that group. But people <laughs> I mean, were running out on. of theaters as well. Yeah. Because they hadn't seen it yet. <clears throat> but will we be that generation that's like in you know four generations when somebody's talking to somebody else going man the people back in the 2000s were dumb they thought ai was going to be hard to spot that's the new picture show yeah that's the thing like we're screaming and you're like i can't tell the difference between reality and the, the very first time they watched moving pictures on a wall they <laughs> themselves and ran away from it giants and ran i want nothing to do with this radio was the end but when war of the worlds happened it was like well we can fool anybody all you have to do is have some sort of an idea when you know, there he was doing the, the War of the Worlds, and uh, everybody lost their minds thinking it was real. It's like, well, this radio is a dangerous animal because it can fool everyone. It can, you can use it for false information. 
They were right, but we all figured it out. So maybe we're all overreacting a little to AI. I don't think so. I do think it's the end. I think that's the last of it. All was building like blocks. We can't think of where else could that go from here? Right. And what else? Uh, sex robots. Oh, we talked about wait. it yesterday. But again, they didn't have porn back then like we do now. But they their first, you know, the first moving pictures ever, porn. The very first ones that ever were taken was a naked lady rolling around. Like, hey, this works. <laughs> they, they were just trying to make some, they just filmed some broad, you know, touching that bramble of hair that she had growing out of the middle of her. <laughs> it was disgusting. But they, you know, that's what man does. Like, can I get, can I get this to move around? Like, I'm taking all the snapshots I can take. Could you imagine dick pics back in the, before moving pictures, you had to put that sheet over your head and then <laughs> that big fire. It's like, ah, crap. It's upside down. Like six months later, she gets a picture of your sepia blurry dick. What is this? With all the hair around, too. Yeah, fire oh hazard, too. It does flashes. It's like a snail out of its shell trying to crawl out of some sort of patch of grass or tumbleweed. Oh, that's, that's my dick, baby. Ethel. Why did you send me this? My dearest Ethel, it Here's is my with latest. the humblest thoughts that I send you, my dick. <laughs> Enjoy my John Thomas. The thickness is due to the thoughts I have of you on this moonlit eve. <laughs> they were a little bit more poetic than we are. <laughs> the way its shadows cast. Oh, what it wouldn't be to have you envelop it with your pink softness. I would like to take my saber. <laughs> no, no, no. They weren't, that, they weren't gonna do <laughs> euphemisms. Saber. You can't do euphemisms on the very first dick pic ever. We need history of that. Who sent the first dick pic? Not drawing either. Who yeah, used cave drawings? No, don't cave drawings were immediate. Like <laughs> the first dude that drew a deer and then a guy, and the guy next to him drew a dick on the guy, and they laughed for twenty five minutes. Okay, erase it, erase it. But the first guy that used that giant camera that throws fire in the air <laughs> to take a picture of his own D. Yeah, it had to be. There had to be a guy. Oh, you actually, you'd have to hire a friend because yeah, it was a two-man operation at that point. <laughs> it was a two-man operation. Hey, I want to send the, the lovely Vanessa my dick. Uh, <clears throat> help me out with that giant machine you've got. Get a good one here. Hold still. It's only going to take eighteen minutes. <laughs> All right, let's just develop that. I'll see you on Thursday. And no filters either. No, you, you send it out as is. Yeah. It was a Doug Hopkins situation. That thing was as is. No touch-ups. My dearest Vanessa, tis you I think of each night I lay my head to slumber. And this is usually what happens. The hardness of my member becomes yours. Oh, wherefore art thou? Hopefully you enjoy my picture of this dicketh. You ready for this? Yes. Yo, you got a first dick pic ever sent? I just Googled said who for, who sent the first dick pic. On 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 iPhones and stuff. Or our like cell phones, right? Well, no, this this one goes all the way back to uh Richard Dickey, Jameson. Okay. Civil War photographer and early F boy. Um Dickey was <laughs> first conceived the real. idea of getting greatly intoxicated <laughs> and lusting after women dick. who just. Who he described as handsome. Yeah, women, it's a word for women, actually, that kind of changed over time. And what a better way to show his devotion than by preserving a photo of his member and sharing it with the object of his affection. You are such a comely woman, I send you a picture of my manhood to remind you of how much I think of you. (laughs) 
Oh, they took the first. Yeah, he took the first, the first dick pic right here. Oh, you have it. We have a. a <laughs> and, he, and he sent it to. Uh, <laughs> it's a video of the dude trying to get his dick in front of the camera under that under the thing curtain. under the curtain <laughs> before the. <laughs> That's great. The recipient is below Mary Gold Livingston. Oh, there she is. She oh, there she is. Mary Gold Livingston, who looks very much like an 1860s lady in her flowery hat and her too much dress. There's her granddaughter. Great, great, great. That's a great, great granddaughter that is now talking about the woman who received the very first dick pic. Oh, looks like she might have it. It's been passed. Oh, she's got it. I guess. There's the very, and and we're sure of this. I, I don't know. It's Rebecca Livingston and a little dicky. According to Buzzfeed, there's the picture. It looks like a drawing. That's a drawing. These people are goofing around. But I do like the idea that it had to. There had to be a first. That dude with terrible. That's that's hilarious. That is a great video of him trying to get his. Penis in front of that giant box. Images. Yeah. So it had to happen. But what hath God wrought? <laughs> the first thing that uh, Samuel Morse fired over in this right. wild, crazy technology that, uh, you know. This one says here's the first historical, like, not picture. That's a mosaic. Like, that took yeah. forever. That's that's the first historical dick pic. Thank you, Garage Magazine at Vice.com. <laughs> It might be. Wait a minute. They blurred them out on our our work computer. Let's see if it'll. I mean, they're. It basically looks like it's the um, in the brothels. Yeah, those are those. Pompeii. Pompeii ones. I'm sure that was going on way before that, too. But it doesn't count if you drew it because that's inaccurate. The camera don't lie. You can do a mosaic of your penis. You're going to exaggerate it a little bit. I'm not sending a mosaic of an actual size penis. If a girl asks for a drawing of my dick, it's going to come. It's going to look better than it does in real life. But the first D-pick, man, that's pretty impressive anyway. So maybe we are overreacting a little to technology, destroying us all. Maybe it's just because we don't understand where, like Brady said, we don't, we can't see what else happens from here. We don't have the foresight to say, what else can you do? Uh, but we will see that generations from now will change because of it, and that scares us. Because, yeah, it did. I mean, Samuel Morris is right. What hath God wrought? Now you can communicate over great spans of, of, of land in just a few seconds, where before it took months to communicate that. So it did change everything. Morse code and the telegraph. It changed a lot of things. And it, you know, streamlined a ton of stuff. So, yeah, it did. To those people, the future looked scary because it was going to start moving at breakneck speeds. Now I can, you mean I can talk to someone over there in Abilene? But I'm in Tulsa. Just a few clicks of a button, sir. What has God wrought? Exactly. It's the end times. End of times, I tells you. We're using black magic to communicate now. So they were afraid of it. Now we've got internet, email, and now AI. So even, it's all the same. Even televisions, people, they come in a big thing, and they'd look in the back yeah, of the TV. where the people are. And who's doing this? Yeah. Where are the midgets? I'm being fooled. Yeah, some people wouldn't have it in their house because it was dangerous and scary and... It brought you images and taught you things that, you know, and people said that. TV was going to teach you things you don't know. But what it did was it, we all got a lot smarter and then started to invent things that were even scarier. Imagine if they seen Pornhub on our phones now and stuff like that. I mean, oh, my God. That's what, if a time traveler showed up, like, what, <sighs> what is it the uses the little handbox for? Well, let me show you. <laughs> handbox is right. Yeah, the handbox, okay. first of all, is more accurate than you'll ever know, Bartholomew. <laughs> Secondly, here's what I use it for. Pregnant woman with syphilis rides D. Oh, my <laughs> God, what has God wrought?
Yeah, look at her go. That deserves it. <laughs> That's earned it. Click on the one that says, I seduce hotel worker and ends in delicious F word. <laughs> okay. How are thou stuck in dryer? <laughs> How did woman get stuck in contraption? So simple. Her escape. Her egress is simply there. Yeah, but she doesn't want out. See, the, the deal is she's, she's looking to get banged. Harlot is she? Oh, yeah, she's a harlot, all right. We're counting on that part. My handsome stepsister. She is a comely woman. She'll wait until you see the end of the video. <laughs> you think she's comely now? You just wait. That handsome broad's about to get super comely. Here's a, here's somebody you need. Oops, geez, that's Bro, not hey. good. <laughs> her name's Daniela Autry. And I hit her, hit her right in Antry, the push. Anturi. A-N-T-U-R-Y. <laughs> Well, he's he's putting his his oh my lord right in her puss. <laughs> we don't call it that anymore. But her puss can't absorb that kind of punishment, can it? Oh, ladies of the day can take quite a bit of puss punishment, sir. Oh, her nose is going to break. Smash! Where are his pubics? <laughs> we don't have those anymore either. My God, send me back to the machine. He's turned it into Robin you Williams. You don't see that. <laughs> oh, no. What's going on? Hey, you sound like Robin Williams, time traveler. Oh, why is her puss taking such a beating? We don't call it that anymore. Puss moved south. That's a puss, too. Oh, no. Why are these children having sex? Prepubescent kids. No, no, no. We just shave all that off now. Oh, I can't look at it. What has God wrote? <laughs> yeah. Do you think Samuel Morris was worried about the telegraph? Hold my beer, Sam. <laughs> We got something to top that. Anyway, so maybe our message this morning can be on this date, the uh, anniversary, uh, 1844, May 24th, Samuel Morris worried that all of humanity would end because the telegraph got invented. Let me take a step back, take a look at ourselves and say, technology scares every generation. It scares us all. Women, children, old people, I'm sure they had that same thing. Like, have you seen the telegraph? I know that there's generations of things, but my parents are afraid of it. My children are afraid of it. This this covers all the bases. It's not just because I'm getting old. AI is scary to everybody because it's new and it's definitely going to change some stuff. But Now, they thought that of everything. Every, every machine. Because I bet you on the telegraph they were thinking, well, the problem is if you send the wrong False word, information. Wrong, Everything's false information. always been about false information. Probably the invention Your of the emergency pe- the news. pencil was probably considered dangerous. Like when people oh, started to write very on powerful. parchment had to be like, well, you can put anything you want on there. Because deep down, our natural desire as human beings to lie and tell the story we want told, you know, it all depends on who writes it. I'm sure the artist that uh, put an painted a naked woman was burnt at the stake at one particular time in a Mr. Holmberg I have two questions about what it is we watch on the hand box what is a stepsister oh yeah in (laughs) modern times that's when uh, people get divorced what divorce yeah yeah people can get divorced they're still alive they haven't been murdered in the town square no 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 let me finish and then they marry again oh blasphemers right but you're allowed to do it and then the kids that they had with the other lady, out of wedlock? Yeah, some of them. They roll over, and then uh, the stepfather usually finds the stepdaughter really attractive, and he f***s her pretty hard in the, in the washing machine. <laughs> What's a washing machine? God, you got a lot to learn. 
Oh, this woman dressed as Father Christmas. This can't go sour. Oh, my God! <laughs> He's f***ing Father Christmas's face! Yeah. How have you ruined the birth of Christ in such a way? Click on mom shoot. That seems interesting. What's a MILF? <laughs> she does have exactly as described. Big curvy <laughs> Well, she's plowed by a juicy <laughs> I'm getting it now. I don't want to go home. I'm not going back. <laughs> and then you send him back. In the future, no one has pubic hair. Why? Don't know, but it's better. Trust me. They'd burn him at the stake. <laughs> He comes back all the <laughs> He says he's gone ahead in time. We have to light him on fire. No one has pubic hair. Of course people have pubic hair. Why would you shave that? That's ridiculous. You'd look crazy. Why, who wants to look like an infant? It adds two inches visually. Trust me, it's good stuff. <laughs> How do you shave it? With a knife? No, they have big razors just for that. He probably says then, uh, it's good things. Some things have never changed. They still have jolly pirates. <laughs> What? Where are you getting that one? Urban G- Dictionary. What's a jolly pirate? Look it up. You tell I'll me. You're the one who brought it yeah, up. Don't it bring up. that to the party. I, I, you were the one that told me this originally. A jolly like, pirate? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know that I told you about it. I might have shown it to you. Basically, you had to uh, look up what I was gets doing. something in her eye as a result of her hopping around with one eye closed like a jolly pirate. Oh, that's one. Oh, I, oh I, okay. Or angry pirate. An angry pirate. Yeah, where you yeah. kick her in the leg and make her, and then yeah. finish in an eye and then and she's bouncing around with her bad leg yeah. trying to fix her eye. Yeah. <laughs> that's an angry pirate. I always knew that. Jolly pirate? That would make her happy. Oh, the future. How I hate it so. Shoot, you go back to Brady's teen years. And shoot him into the future and try to explain a jolly pirate to Christ on fire 20-year-old Brady. (laughs) He wouldn't have believed it. There he is telling me about it. That's never going to be a thing. I'll never talk about a jolly pirate in my lifetime. Yes, you you will, 20-year-old Brady. Not only are you going to talk about it, it's going to be broadcast, and you're going to be the one doing it. You're going to have the horrible person sitting across you going, what's that, Brady? And you'll explain it. That's when you. Do you ever think that? Do you think if, if you went back to twenty year old Brady and said uh, you're going to be on the radio someday telling people what a jolly pirate is, and then you tell that twenty year old Brady what a jolly pirate is, he'd be like, "I'd never do that." No difference. <laughs> no, there's no way that guy would say he'd ever go on the radio and tell about a shot in the eye and a kick to the leg of a woman. Oh yeah, no way. He wouldn't. He wouldn't say. First oh, off, whether or not broadcasting, Brady, yeah, I knew you. Right. Yeah, you're, you're I right. knew you at the zone, and you were wildly shocked by some things that were. Dirty that way, like in fun yeah, ways. Like I you laughed that at. I wouldn't discuss it yeah. on the you radio. You weren't a prude, but this was not yeah. coming out of your mouth first. <laughs> Look, gluing a girl's eyes closed was not sure. on your radar in the fraternity house <laughs> amongst friends. One thing, yeah, that was yours. That's something. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's your Sam Morris okay. moment. Your Sam Morris. But what has God wrought? What has God wrought? When I'm telling you about gluing a girl's eyes closed, that wasn't a thing to you. Money shots were probably out of your thought process back then i don't know that i thought about i didn't know money shots were a thing what are they uh-huh yeah you don't know <laughs> anyway i'm just saying we're we're scared of technology and uh, on account of everything being horrifying <laughs> but it doesn't have to be 
It sure does feel like it, but I think everybody goes through it. I always talk to my nine-year-old friend, Paula, and she always says, oh, it's just the end of times, and it's just terrible what's going on. I'm like, Paula, you were like alive and have memories of Hitler, like of that time. Is this worse than that? It just feels that way, and I think it's because her life can't adapt to the speed of today. It's like baseball. The game's going too fast. Like, you get to a certain age where the, the pitches are just too fast. And I think that age can be any age when technology jumps this fast. But that had to be how the telegraph felt. Just reading about Samuel Morris made me realize, ah, maybe we're overreacting. We'll be okay. We're just going to be old and out of touch while another generation adapts to it. Because the same exact fears of the telegraph are what we have of AI. Oh, the information can be falsified and we won't know the difference. It just tells you that throughout time, information has been falsified. I think it's Winston Churchill. I think his quote, history goes to the victors because we write the story. Whoever's got the pen, they're going to add a little of their touch to it. That's why it was so important. It used to be so important in journalism. Just the facts, no opinions. Keep yourself out of the story, and that's all dead. So, anyway, what has to It is amazing how it it trickles down to surveys and polls conducted like who did this you know saying oh now so and so causes cancer or this is really healthy but it's people that are selling that product that did the (laughs) research on it oh this poor woman in this video seems to be vomiting up some sort of liquid cotton (laughs) oh no 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 that's on purpose he's putting that but why who doesn't like milk why does she hate her milk so? Well, she must spit it all over that man's legs. Oh, she's licking it back up. She's recognized the error of her ways. That milk looks viscous. It's terrifying. I shouldn't drink that. Why is she an oil well? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Could you please find some new videos? An anal compilation to me. <laughs> I think the video does the work for you. Oh, what has God wrought? She does have a lovely caboose. <laughs> Do they have cabooses where I'm from? I probably, I don't know what year I'm from. Anyway. You allow Chinamen on the, well, they've pixelated them. We used to do that too. <laughs> uh, anyway, sorry, I digress. It's an interesting uh, subject, though, to think that Samuel Morse was afraid of his own invention, too. <laughs> probably went to Congress just like these AI guys. We've got to pull the plug on this telegraph thing before it starts getting out of hand and anybody starts using it you get worried about that so think about it that way while we all worry because then, then the sex robots will come and we'll be fine right. uh transvestite is today's word nine seven nine three six that is the word you want to text and maybe get yourself a man cave upgrade we got rock wars coming up in just moments it's 98 arizona's most funniest morning show yeah exactly morning sickness i'm listening because i want to morning now there's just a debate on my uh, emails about technology and stuff. I got an email that says, shut the F up. And I was like, oh, boy, we got somebody. Here we go. And, he, and it, uh, it's a guy named, uh, I didn't sign his name, actually. But it says, uh, um, stop talking about the time traveling guy. I'm pissing myself. I have to change my pants. F and funny. I'm like, oh, you've twisted it on me. You gave me a little twist there. I, was, I went in there angry and came out, okay, sorry about your pants. <laughs> Uh, and then another, but then this is the other thing. And now I'm in a debate with everybody. And Jason Schwartz and I, we talk all the time on email, and he's, he's, he seems like a pretty normal human being. 
He says, uh, people are afraid of new technology in this day and age because we've always been shown the evil that can be done with it. Back in the day when cars were invented, everyone was afraid of their own shadow and basically thinking that you'd have cardiac arrest if you drove over 40 miles an hour. Those were irrational fears. The fear of AI is very rational to us now. At the time, the fear of 40-mile-an-hour machines probably seemed pretty rational to be afraid of that. What happens at 40 miles an hour? We had to find out. Trying to convince some guy who'd never gone that fast to hop in here and trust me. It was a very rational fear at the time until it was proven to be irrational. Our fears of AI, and I'm with you, Jason. I think AI is a rational fear because in the wrong hands can be horrifying. You'll see. But all I'm saying is, yeah, we, you'll see. You'll die, too. You'll see. All I'm saying is nothing's really different. Every generation's had a fear of technology that's kind of scared them right out of their pants. And then 20 years later, they're like, boy, were we worried about nothing? I can't see AI being that. I'm interested to see how much um, that'll affect uh, a year from now when the election starts. It's going to make everybody nuts. But I can't, like we never go back it, and look. It, what, yeah. what was the first election after the telegraph was kind of humming along? And people were like, oh, everybody's dissemination of false ad, uh, everything's fake. And like they had to be doing the same stuff, only it was just on a different level. Uh, Donovan says, for a dick and fart guy, you always have good points. Thanks for reminding everyone that there's nothing really new, that everything's been done before. Everyone always acts like we're so special and that we're, what we're doing now is so new and unique only to us. And that's, that's kind of what I'm saying. And even though I'm in on it. I'm sure. Believe, you know, I'm in but on it as much as anybody else. Age. You've been through a, a couple of uh, decades or whatever that have gone through some but of Brady, these transitions. It took me until 8.46 this morning to read about Samuel Morris saying, what hath God wrought about the telegraph yeah. for me to realize maybe, maybe we're being irrational. Because I'm all in on this AI thing being like, oh, my God, you can't put the muffin back in the you know the case. It's over. It's, it, but it, everything is the, like it's all cyclical. Every generation has something weird going on. And I think it's our deep down, if you want to get deep, if you want to dive deep, I think it's our fear of irrelevance. Every human being has a fear of becoming irrelevant. And this new technology scares us all into It'll thinking, replace us? can I keep up with this? You know, the commercial that there's a great commercial running right now where an old lady wants to go back to work after retirement. And she's sitting in her job interview and the lady just starts rattling off. We use this, this, this and these programs. Are you, do you, are you all familiar with anything? And the lady just drops her head. Are you feeling like you want to go to work after retirement but can't keep up with the modern age? It's the fear of, like, everything's passed you by. We've had people that worked here. That that Mary Tangeman is who you're talking about. I was going to say that. She's not the no, only one. Ron Croft yeah. is the other one. Like, <laughs> okay. Mary, they were, they, but it did pass It just passed them by. them by. It did. Because they did it a certain way. Right. But that's the thing. But your fear of irrelevance is that everything's going to blow by you and you won't be able to get it. I think that's kind of what this is. And I think it affects everybody until one group adapts and uses it. I don't know. It's an interesting thing. But my emails just went bananas because everybody's like, no, 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 AI is going to be great. Now, I hope that person's right, but I don't see it there. Sex robots. That'll be great. The future is sex Amen. robots. Incredible sex robots. Oh, uh, it's 9.15. I got Rock Wars. It's my win last week, right? Yeah. I want to come up with a good topic. I'm not just going to. I got a good one in my head, but I got to massage it. It's going to be brutal. <laughs> it's good. I don't. It's, it's going to be. A, I want radio. I want to keep it so uh, Brady can't win. That's the key. It's like the main <laughs> thing is to make it so he doesn't understand the topic and then does something stupid. So in my head, I have to massage what I'm doing. I have one, but it's it's 
he'd, he'd have some good ones. Like my my brain for Rock Wars now because of the repercussions of me losing isn't so much do I have a song. It's can Brady think of something? <laughs> <laughs> like pick a topic to think Brady's going to go dumb with this. I'm going to win. Or at least Brett will. Uh, it's 9.15. We'll have Rock Wars. The topic coming up in just seconds. It's 98. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. Thanks for listening to the daily podcast of Holmberg's Morning Sickness. It's been brought to you in part by your Valley Chevy dealers. Drive away in a new Chevrolet today. Visit valleychevy.com for details. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. Uh, Rock Wars coming up in just seconds. I have talked to the boys of Sodomizing Linda. Uh, my birthday's coming up here in the end of July, and we are planning perhaps, perhaps, no guarantees. Last year we tried this, and one of our guys had a heart attack. Uh, a new show coming up for my birthday. And the theme was uh, going to be physical. A lot, a lot of time we do a theme thing. Last year it was going to be a tribute to Sylvester Stallone and Frank Stallone and all the yeah. Rocky, Rocky montage stuff. And then Marty had a heart attack. So that one's now horrified. And so we're all afraid good. to try it. It wasn't a heart attack because he didn't want to learn the songs. Maybe it was. But uh, it definitely set us off on a different thing not to try that. That one's taboo. So this year, the theme we're thinking is uh, bald lead singers. That way I don't have to go through any uh, you know, transformation. So right here on this very program. Best rock song ever performed by a bald lead singer. Totally bald. Not that, you know, Phil and Salmo stuff. What's wrong with that? He's he sh- bald? He shaves it. Like, he shaves oh, it. And has like-, it. Like, he's got scruff. I'm talking, like, bald. Like, Bic shaved. <laughs> not, not that Phil and Salmo m- marine cut. Dude can't grow it back bald. How about that? Because Phil could grow his hair out if he wanted to. I mean, maybe not now. But back when we're thinking about it. Besides, Pantera's off the... Off yeah, the yeah, yeah. But you know what I'm saying. That's why I'm using his as an, as an example. Too bad Lars didn't sing. He's balding. He is balding, <laughs> but he's not a bald lead singer. A bald lead singer. And I already like Brady's face at this one. Just staring at me going, there. Sung by a bald lead singer. Okay? Uh, of course, uh, yeah, Pantera's out on this one. I don't think Slayer Matter... I don't think uh, any of the other ones that we normally ban matter this time. Uh, because this could be, then it'll be part of our theme uh, for the big birthday show, which is just a drunken party. If we do it, it's very much in its infancy, but it's fun to do. Uh, if you want to help out, Holmberg at 98kupd.com. Uh, you can text 97936. Very bald, very talented lead singers. That's what we're looking for here. Best rock song ever by a bald lead singer. There's a lot to choose from, that's for sure. We'll find out what our choices are next. <laughs> Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. It's time. It is Wednesday. It is the battle of musical supremacy known as Rock Wars. We do it each and every Wednesday, and it's brought to you by our friends at Mo Money Pawn. Shorter long-term collateral loans from $10 to $100,000 or more. No credit needed. Top dollar paid with the entire process just taking several minutes. MoMoneyPawn.com. 12th Street and Indian School for you uh, folks interested. So we're talking about uh, doing a show. And, oh, man, somebody popped in with some suggestions. We'll, we'll let you guys pick the playlist. But Onyx, Slam, if we do the birthday show, count on it. <laughs> oh, 
Here comes another one. Another got a one. Oh, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in. The boys, big boys. <laughs> oh, I'm so in on that. Onyx, because Marty and I'd have to go back and forth on that, and Chris Gutero would have to play a dreaded rap song on his bass. Oh, that's oh, worth it right there. It'd be there. so worth it to watch the gorilla try that. He's good at it, but he'd hate every second of it. Bald lead singer theme night for my 51st birthday coming up in July. I haven't even talked to the guys over oh, at the club. I'll come up with another one. Damn it. All right, anyway. No, I'm good. I'm good. I'm Throw good. it in. You got time? No, no, no. I'm sticking right. with what I got. So we need a, a great rock song sung by bald guys. And we're talking about bald guys like me and like Brady. Shaved it, can't grow it back. It ain't coming back. Not Phil Anselmo. I shaved it and then I've got a head of hair later. Just shaved heads uh, out of necessity because otherwise... You look like George from Seinfeld. You don't want that. So uh, that's how that works. Bald lead singers. I'll start with you, Brett. All right. Uh, this is this is one tune that everybody knows. And when it comes on in the car, you have no choice but to play the drum solo. Uh-oh. It's in the air tonight from Phil Collins. Oh, yeah. he's going those. He bald when this happened? Yeah, oh, yeah. Or he was losing it pretty good. Pretty at close. Point. Yeah. Now we're going to yeah. give you a bald yeah. with Phil Collins because that was a very strange head of hair. Oh, yeah. It's an amazing song. You know who hates this song more than anyone in the world that I've ever known in my life? Who? Um, A Joel who runs uh, Stand Up Live in Copper Blues downtown. Really? He's from Miami. Oh, Miami Vice. I could not hear that song. Like, I went outside, it was on. It was just playing in, like, like air raid speakers through Miami for a, a decade. You, you couldn't escape it, because if I hear it again... Still is. So he used to tell Marty, the guy who plays uh, in Nine Ball at his club pretty much every weekend, if I hear you play that song, I'm unplugging everything. Until oh, wow. Marty does it on purpose. <laughs> There's Joel to unplug. You guys should do this one, too. It's a good one. Yeah. This is a good one. Well, Marty kills this. I just stand yeah. off stage. Marty does a great job. That's great. All right. He's bald. He's Phil Collins. That one counts. Although not as bald as I'd like him to be. There's balder out there, you know. That's a girl with a landing strip. We're looking for a shaved one. <laughs> no, Brady, no. who you got? Well, uh, thanks for you bringing me to uh, Memory Lane. Um, I'm going with the uh, suggestion of uh, Ed Kowalczyk from Live. You just... We Pain went, on the Riverside. I thought he'd I'm made his decision already. Pain lines on the Riverside. You had to... I played that just a second. Hey, you played, played, I didn't think of anything else. I thought you had a great song. I have never heard this until today. <laughs> yeah, I have. All right. You pointed at me while I was playing. Those are zones. Oh, no, this was a zone. Yeah. It's a great song. I would go with a different live song. This is a pretty damn good live it's, it's a pretty interesting guy. Very bald. Balder than uh, Phil Collins. It could be shenanigans because... He uh, wasn't bald when that came out. Because look at the album cover. He was not bald when that came out. There could be... He's got a bull haircut there A ton of hair there, there. yeah. He was he is, not bald... That is a full head of hair there. That is full When the album hair. Mental Jewelry came no out. Because <laughs> he just heard me playing it talking <laughs> to Brett. Well, I thought you were making a decision that was already made. Like, I thought you were, like, putting the finishing touches also, on your choice. I, I mean, Unbelievable. Ask like, oh, yeah, he's bald. Yeah, we thought you'd already made a choice. thought we were just having a round table while we waited for uh, Trap. In his defense, if yeah. he would have picked, like, selling the drama or something, that was bald days, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. that's He went bald right after, uh, well, selling the drama, I think he still had a little bit. Mm. By Secret Samadhi, it was gone. We'll give it to you because he eventually went bald. That will not be the song we would do at Bald Night because he's hairy for that song. 
currently balder than your choice, but both of you chose people with hair. Yeah, it's he hair. his own fault. There was no just flooded him. He was trying to look for songs, and the only thing he could hear was, was the that one song. we played. Yeah, in the middle, and I heard you go, "Damn it!" Bill Collins had hair like you. It ain't coming hey, back. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa. <laughs> First off, Bill Collins had more hair than me. Oh, okay. <laughs> Second, Phil Collins had my hair in like my my mid twenties if I had grown it up. That was the weirdest strip of. Like hair. Okay, here's yeah, John Gordon to confirm. There is Ed Kowalchuk in 1990. Is that his name? Uh, yeah. 1994. Oh my God! This is this is the lead yeah, singer of God. Live. Before is, he decided he's losing the time. More than a full head of hair. Do you want to try again? Because that is a. You might as well have picked yeah, uh, Harry and Anderson. Uh, my first juice. All right, go ahead. <laughs> Which one? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, Dave Draymond yeah, down with the sick. All right, all right. There you go. He's going. We are rescinding Brady's live because he went for the hairiest version of live there is. And it's a little shaky on how you chose it. Charles first. No, okay. Uh, we know the song. We yeah. Know, we know I don't Charles. think we need Brady Toledo right. himself to All right, I'll give it a little. Right, we know that one up there. Right. <laughs> Way to go, Brady. I picked this guy who's uh, so hairy that uh, people shoot at him sometimes in the woods. <laughs> Might as well just pick Grizzly Adams. He could have grabbed Billy Gibbons. <laughs> I just go with ZZ Top. You ever heard Slash's solo stuff? He's bold. No, bald, Brady. You misunderstood. Well, you picked a bald guy uh, eventually. Uh, Brett picked a, mo- a moderately bald guy. But you didn't pick a sexy bald guy. <laughs> the problem with it is, is that you got bald and you got sexy bald. There's two different things. And I leave it to... A band that I think is just underrated, really underrated by today's standards. Uh, they're called the Imperfected, and their lead singer is me. Oh, awesome song. Stupid ass yes, never get it. got so many. We've written so many. This is our third recording in 12 years. Hard to keep up. Never get it by me. Sexy ball. Brady chose a hairy guy. You chose a guy from 40 years ago who went ball. Who had an amazing song. I think we're on the same page here. Then. Oh, it's good stuff. Great thing. Right there. The Imperfected. Also known as Sodomizing Linda, but that's the side project between Also known as Gorilla Warehouse of Dicks. Well, no, no, that's known. Sodomizing Linda. Uh, uh, Warehouse of Dicks is still thing. the best one. What? what, what oh, Malvo's that? Trump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Malvo's <laughs> Trump. <laughs> that's my favorite band name I've ever come up with, Malvo's Trump. Especially when we did it for Playdio, and people were like, isn't Malvo's Trunk where those black guys were shooting people? It certainly was. Bingo. <laughs> now you're on. It was a sniper's perch. <laughs> Malvo's Trunk is such a great name, but it, it, it turned into Chris Gattaro's side thing, The Imperfected, starring me. Who will win? Holmberg at 98kupd.com. Uh, you can choose Brady's Live. Nope. 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 Scratch that. Disturbed. <laughs> nope. When Down With The Sickness came out, didn't Draymond have a ton of hair? All right, I'm just making sure. Yeah, I'm just making sure. yeah I don't think so. His eyeball in some situations, because I know at one point he did. Uh, Brett chose the very sick Phil Collins. <laughs> And I chose me. Uh, you can vote. Holmberg at 98kupd.com. You can text 97936. Uh, you can call us, but we probably, we're probably we going to wait on you. You're going to dial up 
585-9800, and then you will be uh, a last call or a best of five if we run into that. Easy enough. You tell us who wins next. Rock Wars, the results are around the corner. Arizona's most funniest morning show. Yeah, exactly. Morning sickness. I'm listening because I want to. Morning I hope that guy's dead. Uh, it's uh, Rock Wars. Bald lead singers that have crushed it. Brady chose several until he found a bald guy, landed on Dave Draymond. <laughs> he spun the wheel of bald. Brett chose a... Uh, uh, Picked a fuzzy guy. A guy who had a little more hair than bald, but bald. Yeah. You would look at Phil Collins. If I said, what's Phil Collins' hair? You'd say bald. Yeah, so absolutely. Give you I wouldn't say blonde or brunette. I'd say he's bald. Well, he's not going to go to the place and get checked for lice or anything anytime soon. I mean, no, you can gonna, see it living yeah. on him, yeah. He'd lice, be safe. Lice wasting their time <laughs> on his head. Uh, you chose Phil Collins yep. in the air tonight, and I chose, uh, a.k.a. Malvo's Trunk, The Imperfected, uh, featuring John Holmberg, available on iTunes and all your finer iTunes locations. I don't know. Where else are you going? I don't know what else to do. Never get it, which is a great song. Uh, emails, I somehow have won them. I did this to pander to only myself. Uh, Scott Wright said, you're pandering. I'm like, yeah, to me, it's called selling, dummy. Sit down, Scott. Uh, This one says, you should definitely uh, do Priest on the big bald night, John. Borrow some of Bert's S&M gear. I'm sure he's got some. Like, I don't know why you assume that. (laughs) See, Halford wasn't wasn't bald, though, back in those days either. By the mid-80s, he was, though. By the mid-80s. He balded up. Or not screaming for vengeance. uh, Turbo, I think he was bald. I don't know. Let's see. John? I think he had a little patch of hair. No. He was bald in the 90s, right? Yeah. I think he, he, he took it off. When he left Priest, he went bald. He, he left. Fight. Oh, oh, that's right. Mm. Okay. Uh, this one says, I love you, Chancellor, because we're both Dobsonites, but I like that greasy Dago. Little Butterbean, I'm going to give you my vote this week just because I feel sorry for you. Oh, that's nice. I'll you take got a it. pity vote. I'll take it. I vote for you, Johnny. Bert has too much hair. You know, a real bald guy looks like. He doesn't. And we don't need to hear down with the sickness ever again. <laughs> All right. I mean, uh, I don't. I look at two of them every morning. Yeah. What the hell's yeah. wrong with you? But you don't know what it's like. <laughs> what the hell's wrong with you? No, if, you looked, if you looked at two black guys every day, you couldn't say you know what black felt like. Yeah, I do. Shut your mouth. <laughs> I can tell you what black feels like. Uh, Brady, not original. Ow! John, you know if you attempt to do a front flip without your feet leaving the ground, you'll actually uh, blow yourself. <laughs> so go have fun today while you play your own music to you. There you go, Toledo. That's what I was just pulling That's up a full head of hair. Right priest. That's yeah. a lot of hair. That is, like, glorious. Uh, this one says, Bert, I mean, what the hell? Everybody loves Phil Collins, and everybody but that Miami guy John was talking about, homo F-word, loves that song. <laughs> Brett's an easy win today. Careful with the homo F-words, Ethan. <laughs> Holmberg for the win, but Brady should pick uh, something else. Immediately a third time just to have a better song. Brady. Oh, this one says, Pop, Pop, screwed the pooch. Brett, you're an idiot. Phil Collins was a hairy man. I vote for you, John. But maybe you should just play a live song instead. <laughs> Brett. Uh, this one says, uh, John, your offering sounds great. Brady humped the pooch. And Brett, well, you know what? I was going to not vote for him, but you can't not vote for that song. It's true. Uh, I'll never get it. Never get it. The words to your song, John, which also ring through Brady's ears as he realizes Rock Wars is upon him again, and he just doesn't understand. <laughs> uh, Batman comes with this one. Uh, oh, yeah, that's a good one. Midnight Oil. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, he kept yelling at me about that. Well, look at him. He's bald. Uh-huh. We're doing that one if the birthday show happens. Yeah, oh, yeah. Can we do one of the protest songs? Not, not like the popular ones? 
No, we'll do the we'll do the beds are burning yeah. one by minute. Do they have other songs? Yeah. I just don't know what they're doing. The Cantar is Tayanando. <laughs> so what? The Western <laughs> Desert. Whatever. And breathe. In 45 degrees. <laughs> which to, to us Americans is like chilly, but to them it's 120, right. 45 right. Celsius. You can't right. sing your songs in Celsius. <laughs> you translate that stuff. Uh, all right. I won the emails. Who won the, uh, the other stuff? Facebook and things. Uh, in a route, 68% of the vote ah, on text easy. Thank you. went Very to much. John. That's right. A route, boys. You heard me. Megan must be working it. Yeah, no kidding. Are you kidding? She couldn't figure that out. (laughs) Crying out loud. She had a Zoom meeting uh, on the computer the other day, and I think most of it was our dog, Gordon. (laughs) Sorry, she can't figure out the camera. She's standing behind the thing. Uh, I'm trying to tell her. (laughs) Look, Spielberg, I'll take care of this. Good Lord, lady, just look pretty and sit here. And then the whole time she just kept going, Zoom! Uh, so I won that one, and then we have the other. T- I don't even know what we picked. I got five. To. Okay. So, uh, so pick, five, a number pick a number one, one five. five. Number three. Number three. Uh, doesn't matter. Three is, oh, John G. gets to pick the final song. Johnny Gordon, in-house judge, chooses the whole deal. What do you got, John? I'm surprised nobody went with right said Fred. Make it. I, mean, you know. <laughs> I did suggest <laughs> that, did but I'm that like, uh, yeah, He did bring that up. Oh, uh, we, we, we got to give it to the chancellor on That's this right. one. That's Damn right. That's a great it. song. Yeah, see? Told you. Goddamn right, we'll give it to the chance. Have you heard that song before? Shut your mouth. <laughs> Furry bastard. No, I'm just curious. <laughs> hey, John, hang, hang on, hang on. Oh, look at him rubbing his <laughs> glorious locks. Damn. Oh, that's, son of a, that's pretty good for him. It is nice, usually. But what do you mean? That's a, you'd normally have a low bar for Brett. He looked uh, like Phil Collins when he was doing that. It is a very sexy song. Very, Sorry, Ed. I didn't mean to insult yeah, your hairy ass over there. Look, were you two losers fighting in another room? That's the only thing that has hair. Yeah. The champions run here, and you guys are interrupting with your arguing. Great win, John. Like, Thanks. Congratulations. Thanks, I appreciate that. We knew that was going to happen. It's a huge song. At least we know we're going to have a good song next week. Or topic, I That's guess That's right. Say. Another good one. Yeah, we kept Brady off the first place box. That. That's huge for all I'll of us. I'll be back. No. You, you won't. No, you won't. We're going to pick topics what against you. Look at how it worked this week. You went and waited for Brett and I to have music? a discussion. I got to play music while you're trying to think. You're like, uh, you're like Michael Richards at the improv. There's one. There's one. <laughs> Just pointing out the things you see. We played that song thinking all the selections were in. Yeah. I'll take that one. Uh, we'll play uh, the great Imperfected featuring uh, John Holmberg, a.k.a. Malvo's Trunk, in just moments. In the meantime, it's the Entertainment Drill. It's brought to you by our friends at reactdefense.com, the home of Tactical Black Self-Defense Training. Uh, they've got their seminars coming up. Also, talk to the ladies downstairs uh, when we had Tranny Rob that was threatening to shoot the place up for a little while. Uh, all the ladies downstairs got nervous. Uh, and uh, Jay reminded me, and we're probably going to do it, is have a uh, a seminar for your workplace uh, they do that. You can do that anyway. You don't need a seminar to pop up. You can have them, uh, all your coworkers go down there and do self-defense training or uh, emergency training for your workplace. In fact, I'm pretty sure you can talk Jay into coming down, taking a look at your workplace and say, all right, here's what you need to know. Like a fire plan. What happens when something goes sideways? We realized it when we're standing down in the sales department downstairs, and this is to tell the crazies, it's just windows. You don't even have to break into our thing to, to wreak havoc. So uh, to keep an eye on things, teach you little things like that. They can do that for your workplace. Again, FBI statistic, which stinks. Uh, the majority of uh, danger in your life is at your workplace. You spend the most time there, awake. 
the most most of your day is spent in your job. So uh, that's a real statistic. The most uh, odd things that can happen happen at your work. It's like in the ninety percent uh, area. It's crazy. So most crimes that will occur will occur in your life at your job, which is nuts. Uh, you can do that. You can go to their uh, ladies' rape prevention class coming up. You've got the uh, the active shooter seminar. I mean, it's just ridiculous all the things they've got. Plus, if you just want to defend yourself from the crazy world that's going on or send one of your kids off to college by himself with none of this ammo in their pocket, so many options. You just need to get involved. ReactDefense.com, the home of Tactical Black. Brady Entertainment. Gwyneth Paltrow's Goop has Father's Day suggestion. They have gifts, whole guide you can check out. Um, you can give it to your dad. Uh, there's a certain probing device called the Lilo Hugo. It's $219. It vibrates. There's and your also, dad? Yeah. Inside your father? Yeah, they're suggesting uh, uh, the goop is saying This uh, is a thing that Gwyneth uh, would have given Bruce Paltrow, executive producer of St. Elsewhere. I guess In so. his day. She would have given him an ass vibrator. Whoa. I can't imagine handing Dan Holmberg an ass vibrator. She's not going to leave that I knew either. I knew you were a twig. <laughs> 51 years it took. It's also the ArcWave Ion. It's an air-pulsing sex toy for penis owners. It's I also know that the next time I saw Dan only. Holmberg, we'd be a <laughs> Dad, you're using it, aren't you? Well, you know, I didn't want to waste it. There's the first time. Better than a tie. That's a butt plug and a watch. Yeah. Don't confuse the two. Right. Oh, Jesus. I'm, where's my watch? Where's the second one? Is the second one not on there? The not... ArcWave Ion. 199 bucks. But you can also get them an $890 beach towel. No. A $349 infrared hair dryer. No need for that. $250 notebook. You can write down. It's a lot of notebook, man. Whoa. Netflix. The ArcWave Ion. I wouldn't fit in that, and I'm average. You put your penis in that? It looks like a monocular. (laughs) It does. A rain golf. It looks like a golf rangefinder. You're supposed to put your wiener in that thing? I'm taking Oh, I see. From that angle, it, it has like a sheath. I still feel like that's a little bit. Well, yeah, compared to the, either that's a big-handed woman. <laughs> yeah, that's cheating me right there. That's cheating me a couple inches. Gwen is trying to make me feel like a man. It's ironic that that thing's black because I'm going to look like a... <laughs> Netflix has started cracking down on password sharing in the U.S., haven't they been doing that for months now? Well, we keep hearing about it. Finally. Premium subscribers can now add up to two out-of-household users for seven ninety nine each. Standard subscribers can only add one. Here's what I heard about it. It's like uh, when they fired people in office space. They didn't tell Milton. They just left him off the schedule. <laughs> Check your Netflix bill if you have extra users. They don't warn you. Oh. They just bill you. So if you look at your Netflix bill and you see seven ninety nine out of house users, seven ninety nine out of if you've got like because I know people who have like six or seven, you know, friends, family, and everybody else sharing a Netflix account. Check your bill because I'm wondering if they're, you know, do you have yours? Are you sharing with Bunny and Torp no. or anything? No, but I I'm going to check the bill for yeah, sure because it uh, that's what I heard. I don't know if that's real or not, but I they're not going to tell you or send you a notice or anything else. It's just like hey. You're allowed two more people, and if you've got five, we're charging you seven ninety nine per person. Mike T- Tyson was on a podcast, and he kind of slipped up and said that Jamie Foxx had a stroke. And then he says, well, I'm not sure. Everybody knows it. Yeah. We've been saying that since day one. He said, we don't know about it now. Why if are they, they haven't said anything, that? then we probably won't know. Doesn't why people think he's weak. He's not. 
It's, it's not, not a weakness. Plenty, plenty, it's not a weakness. Plenty of people get over a stroke. My friend Colin had one January 1st. Right. He's back to normal now. It was a rough go for a little well, bit. Well, it's no fun. You had a stroke, but right. it isn't because you're weak. Right. And Maynard from Tool wanted to clear up the uh, headlines over the weekend saying he was cross-dressing, promoting, uh, and they're in Florida. Maynard's- and he was being anti-DeSantis. And he's like, no. I've been cross-dressing for years. I've seen him in a yeah. dress several times. Have you ever seen Pussifer? He does crazy stuff. A perfect circle. He's dressed like a baby on stage There's sometimes. No statement either way. He's just weird. He's an artist. Yeah. Yeah, what are you going to do? That ought to do it. Yeah, this bald lead singer uh, birthday party thing might be pretty good. Now that Midnight Oil and Onyx are involved. <laughs> and Pitbull. And, and Right Said Fred. And Right Said Fred. Oh, my God. <laughs> Pitbull has to happen. A pitbull is going to be a nightmare. I'm Mr. 305. People always call me that. So Somebody said uh, Chuck D, even though it's underneath the hat, throw some public enemy is in Is he there. bald under that? Uh, I, I think he, he had hair, hair when he was popular. So yeah, yeah. He's me popular? Too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we can't do that. Harry at the time of the hit is out. Okay. So bald hits. Oh, the priest is out. Well, yeah. the old stuff. I don't know. Yeah, you're right. That's priest is out. You're right. Priest is out. Priest is out. Good. Oh, I just heard that thump. Either Lizzo's plane just landed or Katero fell down. <laughs> we'll no priest. Are you going to Lizzo? Yeah. All right. Me and the cartel. Oh, That's why he's not going no. to Blazing Saddles with us. Is that right? Okay. You can't go to Blazing Saddles because you have to go see Lizzo? No, not that. I need to. I have stuff with Alex since it's the last couple of days, and we're, we need to get him over. He's dying? Yeah. <laughs> it's the last couple of days. Yeah, or are you having a Toledo moment? Those grades moment. are that good, huh? You're having a Dan Holmberg moment here. Oh, is he getting close? Maybe tomorrow, yeah. Oh, stay tuned to see if Toledo's kid's dead tomorrow from not graduating. Anyway. Well, he's a junior, but it could affect his oh, ability. Oh, it'll mess him up. To, yeah, he'll have to. He's that bad that he can't even make it up. Well, that's where we're we're going to talk. Oh, boy. It involves a counselor and all that. Oh, I'm out on all your stuff. High five. Ooh. Thanks, Dr. Lynch. <laughs> See you at Blazing Saddles, everybody. Uh, that's <laughs> it. Uh, it's this amazing band called The Imperfected with a lead singer that is the sexiest man alive. It's your Rock Wars winner and Larry's first song of the day. It's 98 KUPD. Thanks, Larry. Everybody have a nice day. Bye. <laughs> Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. You've been listening to the daily podcast of Holmberg's Morning Sickness, brought to you in part by your Valley Chevy dealers. Drive away in a brand new Chevrolet today. Visit valleychevy.com for details.